guys, we're back with <laughs> Blendish. We're so excited. Silly. That's for Bear. And that's Katie. And we're Blendish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're not doing that. Right. So we have so much to talk about. We're so excited to be back with you guys. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've we've done so much. <laughs> Where <laughs> to even start? Right. So this episode um, is going to be kind of all over the place because a bit. we've been all over the place a little bit. for this has been like six months worth of yeah about six solid months working yeah. on like seven yeah yeah um so we went on our first um out of the country vacation we've actually been on a bunch of vacations yeah we have which is probably not the safest during COVID. During COVID. <laughs> But we were social distancing though. We 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 played it safe. We had um mm-hmm. our mask. We had hand sanitizer. <laughs> we six feet. You know, uh, it was a little different in Mexico though, mm-hmm. Mexico. Um, but um, yeah, we've been playing it. I think we've been playing it safe. We've we been, have. We've been playing by the rules. Speaking of Mexico, mm-hmm. we are now Robert and I are now tequila connoisseurs. So to start <laughs> off now, before every episode. We're going to be taking a shot of tequila with you guys. You guys are going to take it with us, and we're going to loosen up, and we're going to just, just have talk. a good time and talk. That's it. So are you ready for this? I guess we can do that. All right. We're taking a shot, guys. Get your shot glasses up. Is that a line? Okay, that is a Cheers line. to what? You uh, do the Episode toast. two. Cheers to episode two. Nice. <laughs> mm. You did your whole thing. You said, <laughs> you said, <laughs> you said, do that. By the way, I told him it was a double <laughs> before, and he legit just killed that bad boy. It's okay. You better go to bed. <laughs> you shouldn't. However, you shouldn't drink. It's late. You shouldn't drink before, um, before bed. It actually interrupts your sleep. So we're gonna discuss that later down the line in regards to wellness. But we good. We good for now. They don't know what time it is. <laughs> now they know what time it is. <laughs> So, okay. So, back to our trip to Mexico. So, we went yeah. to Cancun. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually pretty funny. I booked this resort. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, everybody's naked. Rivera <laughs> 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 looks at me like, where did you bring me? It was crazy. We had, um, <clears throat> like I said, it's my first time out of the country. I had mm-hmm. just... I, Thank God, I actually uh, ordered my passport probably like like January or something mm-hmm, like that. And it mm-hmm. came literally like two weeks before we went to uh, Mexico. Or did it come? It came like a week before. Like a week before. So we, um, she's like, yeah, I got this really nice resort. I've been looking at this, like a really great couples resort. <laughs> and she showed me like YouTube videos. And it's like this, um, this lady, her and her husband on there and they, having a good time and it's like they were you know they they what they showed was like it was a couples a couple well what katie showed but the video katie showed me <laughs> seemed like it was a couples resort and we getting this bad boy and they bugging naked i mean yes it was a, it was a, it was it was crazy i'm like it was a swingers resort guys let's yes, just rip the band-aid off call it what it is and i'm like man where you got us man like She's like, I had no idea. I like, had no idea. I'm like, you wouldn't tell me something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's 
No. And by the way, we did not partake in any of the swingers. We activities. did not. Yeah. They did have lots of swinger activities. They did. They tried us though. They did try it. Though. They definitely did. And what's so funny is, mm-hmm. um, so if you wear like pineapples or unicorns, mm. it means something. It means that you're down for the cause. It means well. that you're down for the cause in one way or another. And um, so this one lady ends up like telling me like, oh, yeah, like, well, your dude has on pineapple shorts. So like, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, exactly. But he had on pineapple shorts Mm -hmm. indicating he was down for the cause cause. at a swingers resort that we ended up at accidentally. It was just all pretty hilarious. And and anybody that knows me, like, I'm like. Mm -hmm. I like, I love people, right? So talk to anybody. I'm just like, man, these people like me here. Like, anybody talking Everybody's to me and everything. So friendly. Like, so nice, man. Like, what's like, going on with you? <laughs> oh, what's up, bro? Honey, then we let him tell us, like, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, listen, man. But but we had we made fun of it, though. We actually, um, they had like this this time where you could play uh, water volleyball. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. That we was had, really we did fun. that. And uh, we had some other fun with ourselves. Um, yeah. Katie and I, and uh, <laughs> we got to see Mexico. You silly! And we got to see Mexico. We had a great time. I would say we actually had a great time, and we ended up leaving. What you got to say? Oh, I was just thinking about the boat ride with the with the. Drunk oh yeah, Mexican she got mad at me. Though. It was my bad. Though I actually should have said something to this guy. We went to um, uh, Island Mujeres. Island Mujeres. And I said Island Island Mujeres, and we went to Island Mujeres, and um, these or guys. Isla Mujeres. Hmm? I think it might be Isla Mujeres. I don't think that they do silent S's in Spanish. It was Mujeres. It's just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> island, island of women. Matter. Whatever. So we <laughs> went to Mujeres, and uh, we get there, and um, actually the, these guys told us they're like, look, we got this good deal. It's like eighty. It was like eighty bucks, mm-hmm. or eighty five dollars, and mm-hmm. it was like you spend a whole day. We take y'all snorkeling, mm-hmm. and uh, we get golf carts and golf ride around the yeah. island and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it it was um it's pretty dope. So we went there. We got some souvenirs. We bought a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude tried to rip us off for some like dresses we was gonna get for the girls. So he was like, "Yeah, we was like hundred dollars or something like that." It was something ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I'm like, "Bro, nah, we not doing that, bro. I got ten dollars for you. Bro. Like, you want to? <laughs> if you want to, you want to make some money, bro. I got ten for you." What's and up? he's so, like, "Oh no, these are handmade. These are handmade. These are made in there." I'm like, "Bro, I got ten dollars, bro." <laughs> My car got like nine fifty now, bro. You, <laughs> right. What you got? You want to do this or what? So, right. The blick is going down. Yeah. You need to make up, make yeah. up your mind. So he didn't want to do it, but we uh, we had a great time. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the guy, so the people that we went, we actually went to the second. It was the second island we went to. Remember, we went to one island, and then oh, they took us right. to another island. Yeah, yeah, we went to another island. It was uh, um, the Tiburon, the yeah. Shark Island. Yeah, it like was Shark, shark Island, not- Beach or. Playa de Tiburon, something. Something with sharks. Something with sharks. I wasn't on it. I so. just know Tiburon is sharks. Mm-hmm. And we actually hit, we actually held a shark. It was a nerf shark, but it was a shark. And yeah. Uh, so it was uh, it was fun, and uh, we got some uh, what that stuff called that you like the the henna. The henna, yeah. Yeah, we got some henna, and um, Robert almost got a tattoo. Almost got this tat, man. We actually met. Um, I don't even think I can shout him out yet, but this guy. Dope, dope, dope. And We're actually going back so Robert can get the, this like yeah. super dope tribal tattoo. So yeah, so he um <clears throat> super cheap too, but his work is like um, ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Cr- I'm like, we actually were on his resort, and this guy was like tatted up his arms, his legs, neck. We like, dude, did you do did you tats? And he's like, my guy, and he um he like go follow him on IG, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm like, how much did you pay for that? He's like, it was like. Three thousand. I'm like, oh man, it's like the states. He's like, no, it's pesos. Mm-hmm. So we ended up like 
it worked out to be something stupid like 150 150 US dollars for like 6 hours or something like that. It was ridiculous, but mm-hmm. um definitely a good 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 spot to go back to, but like I said with the Island Mujeres and these guys, they like hung out with us. The dudes that were riding the boats. The, the dudes that were driving the boats. Right. Who drove us to the island and were supposed to be our tour guides. Right. They was just getting <laughs> lit. They like, what did, do you want? Uh, what did you yes. want? I'm like, bro, like, it was it was crazy. It was bad. I don't know what accent that was, but. <laughs> it but sounded more like Indian. It was like, it was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You kick my dog. You kick my dog. Go to cheese and cheese. But I, uh, I got to work on my, my Mexican accent. But, um. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun, but the dude almost killed us. That's what Katie's saying. Yes. So this guy, um, so we're coming back to our resort from a day of island, and for this guy, a day of drinking yeah. the entire time. Mm-hmm. So basically, we had met this couple. Um, they were from Texas. Um, they well, were Mexican, actually. So they were yeah, like they our were. translators. Actually, she was, so I forgot about yeah, that. they were mm-hmm. both Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, from um, the Dallas. Were they from the Dallas? They were from Dallas, yeah. Yeah, they were from Dallas. Dallas. Mm-hmm. A super sweet couple. They were a younger couple. And we were, um, we had met them at our second resort after the Swinger Resort. <laughs> and um, so we had actually ended up, uh, we had met them the night before the excursion, and then they happened to be the couple that, that we were going on, the, uh, we were going on the tour right. with the next day, which was pretty cool. So um, they ended up touring the island with us and everything, mm-hmm. but we're all on the boat, <laughs> and I'm basically like looking at the the like guy, mm-hmm. um, the the driver, the, the, the driver, the, the driver, mm-hmm. and he is passed out at the wheel, and the boat is like swerving and feeling like it's about to tip over it was just the scariest moment of my life and yeah, Robert so was just like man the fuck up i'm <laughs> 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 like, like man, man, chill man we are right and i'm, I'm like, like you do this all the time man you can't tell he, he like <laughs> i'm like oh i look like okay so i'm like okay i see i see why she was listening. but we ended up getting into we ended up getting to a little little tiff yeah but <laughs> rightfully so though i probably should have been never tell a woman I'm like, chill. I'm like, chill. <laughs> She's like, well, what are you not going to do? I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, man, you better. But so, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Though, Bear's acting like he's a Navy SEAL if he needs to, like, I'm like, man, we going to be good. We're going to be good because we got life jackets <laughs> and we got to flip dude off the boat. We're going to drive it. Oh, and then he tells me, he's like, he does this. He drinks and drives boats. Like, I know this ain't his first time. This wasn't the first time doing it. He didn't just try on our our deal. Like, look, man, I'm about to just get lit this first time. That was Robert's reasoning for me. It was bad. I I I did bad, Joe. I dropped the ball there. I say, man, yeah, I I probably should have been looking at dude. And I, I'm just enjoying the scenery. Like the ocean was blue. It was. It like, was beautiful. You know, we we from Cleveland, so we see Lake Erie. Right. But the ocean was. Go- I'm just like enjoying and that was your the first ocean. Time. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, "Do you see this dude?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> "He's like, if you don't sit, Joe." I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, uh, light skin ass." <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen? Uh, <laughs> on our might need security with Jamie Foxx he said he went to uh, see Africa, mm. and he said his lion walk up to the uh, <laughs> to the bus. And the African uh, tour guide is like, do not worry. The lion would not bother you. We like, bro, that's a lion, bro. Don't <laughs> <laughs> like, like, tell me this, this lion not going to bother me, bro. Right. Like, he like, he would not bother you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sweet and nice. So I'm the dude like, it's going to be all right. She's right. like, bro, it's not. 
But yeah, but anyways, we um we had a good time. We actually had a really, really, really good time. We also. had a really good time. So mm-hmm. that was our um that was our first out of the country vacation. Bear's first time out the country. That was my first time, yeah. But it yeah. was dope. We um mm-hmm. We did like the ATVs. Yeah. And oh, and the lady tipped over oh, in front yeah. of me. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yes. So this lady was in front of me, and she kept like losing control mm-hmm. of the ATV. Mm-hmm. And so we were going up this like, how do I explain it? It was like a valley with like rounded sides and to muddy. it. muddy. It was like. And su- it was super muddy. Yeah. So she ends up, instead of riding through the middle where the where the terrain is like, it's like leveled mm-hmm. she goes up onto like the hill side she tries stuff and, and it's so just it completely tips over and almost like falls on top of her yeah, it did. and she <laughs> yeah i actually hopped off katie was just watching that i actually <laughs> hopped off my atv try to help the lady i'm and the worst like, oh under pressure like, she was like she could have been burned i'm like she definitely would have been burned if you would have had help with that puppy. And help yeah, because they tell you when you get on these ATVs, they're like, go really slowly when you get through the puddles of water because the engines em- emit steam. Mm-hmm. And the steam is what can burn your legs if you go into the water too fast. Yeah. So when she did this and it fell on her, I'm just thinking like, oh, my God, like that engine is probably burning destroy, her yeah. like legs off. And I just was in shock. I didn't even... I'm so bad under pressure. She was all right though. Thank you. I you froze. Did, it was, I mean, it was what it was. I did nothing. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it was like it's okay. It was like twelve of us. So yeah, it, it was. We it was all okay. did nothing except for Bear. Even the even the um, the tour guides they were not in any huge rush. No, to get they back were like, to in her. The front, like she's. And we're like, hey, <laughs> like she's. <laughs> she about to get burned, player. You want to come over and help her, but uh. Somebody else jumped off too. It was a couple other people that jumped off, so she was gonna be our. I was a little nervous for it, but it was fun, man. I think we had a great time. Then we jumped off the. Uh, oh, we jumped off the cliff. Yeah, the cliff and it was the like cenote. Sick. The cenote is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay, cenote. So it's a sinking hole, and it's basically this almost like cave mm-hmm. with this um, just like fresh spring water uh, yeah. in the middle of it, and so. They had a 16-foot cliff and a 21-foot cliff. And um, we'll post videos for you guys so you can check it out on our Instagram page. But Bear jumped off of both cliffs. Yeah. I chickened out. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I chickened out on the 21-foot cliff. but It was high. It was high. It was super high. high. I literally only did it. For you, I was like, okay, I'm if I do it, she's gonna do it. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. Yeah, I'm like, this junk is high, and you know what, you know what got me though about this spot? Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out even now the water, like it was, it was like fresh water, it was fresh water. We was in the middle of the rainforest, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, it gotta be like an anaconda just sitting (laughs) at the bottom of this water. (laughs) Just hungry, just like we about to get you, bro. Like, right, like, and I'm like, how are y'all? And they just was, and and I say they like, okay, okay, look, they, the other people that was there was like ready to just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, look, man. The, wi- the yeah, white the people. Great people. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, so, yeah, but nope, no, uh, no, no, I'm not, not doing no shade. We but love white people. Absolutely. But so you biracial. 
Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, how y'all okay with this? And so I said, hey, look, we might as well, you know, we did it, and mm-hmm. it seemed to be safe. But uh, we had a great time. Again, I think, I think I had, I actually had a great time. I think Mexico was like the funnest trip I've kind of ever went on. And it was like, dope. we had a really good time. I'm glad. Yeah, and uh, it was fun. It was fun. And we're gonna be together for life. Absolutely. Do you remember why? Oh, because we jumped off together. <laughs> she, I was like, man, she better not embarrass me. <laughs> So, in front of these people. so at the cenote, they they said like it's a Mayan, because um, you know Mayan was a huge culture mm-hmm. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's this like Mayan uh, historical tell that if you jump off of that 16 foot cliff together, that you're like mated for life, mm-hmm. or you'll be together forever. So. Um, yeah, she so like, I'm about to jump in him, girl. Yeah, so they were like, <laughs> if you j- if if you jump and you both jump like and you both go at the same time, then that means you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then if one of you chickens out and doesn't go, then that means like you're cursed and you're not gonna be together. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is my to chance look. to seal the deal. I say, look, don't be, <laughs> don't have me out here looking crazy for me now. I say, and I was like, I kind of animate now. You you. Yeah, and now now you 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 die, kid. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I jumped, guys. I jumped. I was thirsty. I'm like I'm yeah. trying to get a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> they say, I mean, but why we gotta pay for a ring? They say we good if we jump now. All right, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> I was actually good with the tattoo ring idea. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah, that on the finger. Idea. I know actually. I actually know. Um, I think I know like at least two people that actually has it, like the tattoo ring. On I the do finger. too. Yeah, yeah it's actually it's pretty, pretty cool. dope. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it actually is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, we going to Mexico soon. Well, I don't know how soon, but oh gosh, don't make me nervous. <laughs> I just started to sweat. Uh, yeah, it's hot in here. That's why it is. So, anyways, we had a really fun time. Um, so we've been doing a lot during covid we've um we're not going to go into it too much this episode but we um enrolled ourselves in couples therapy yeah we've had like six sessions so far yeah we did wow we've had a lot uh we've had quite a few sessions um so we had kind of we've we've been through so much like already in this river has broken up with me probably 12 times (laughs) (laughs) over the course of this it's Uh, only been like 10 it's been quite a few it's been like 10 and i mean it's never more than like a 30 minute breakup or yeah (laughs) but one day though was it a day when when houston we were trying to figure out was we broken up or oh you confused me like i wasn't i think we both kind of confused yeah you're like and then when you came back home so he went to houston to visit some friends why you talking about my business he broke up with me I thought, and then he comes back, and I'm, and he's acting like everything's perfect. Like, hey, he's like, "Hey, baby, I bought you this I dress. I bought you this dress. It's nice. It's pretty. You should see yeah, it." Yeah, I bought you this. He bought me this like, um, this jumpsuit, and so he's like, "She hates the jumpsuit, like, oh, though, y'all." I do hate the jumpsuit. I mean, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought when I bought it, I'm like, "This is gonna look nice on her," like, and you didn't like it. I'm gonna try it on. Try it on. You might like it for real, yeah. or just give it to somebody. We can give it like a drawing. Or something like that. I actually think I forget the name of the company, uh, but it was it was she it had was some like really boutique. yeah she had some really dope material. Lux boutique, I think was the name possibly. Yeah. But anyways, he comes back with like all these 
the gifts that he bought me and acting like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, you do realize we're broken up right now. And he's like, Stop what? Playing. What are you talking about? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> Us? Stop it. Stop. For real? So after that, I'm like, we're going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> after that weekend, that was it. I'm like, that's it. We need, we yeah. need some therapy. So we'll talk about more. We'll go in depth on that. But um, we just we both believe men, we like take mental health really seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And Look, you know what? Let me let me say something here really okay, quick, too. So okay. um, I think it was dope. Uh, Katie and I have been together seven months. Right. Right. Seven months. Seven Six, months. seven months. Right. So seven or eight. Yeah. She's still drinking. y'all. So, um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And um, but I think is we've had a lot of like really, really great ex- experiences, a lot of like vulnerable uh, experiences, some like hard truths, mm. you know, we discussed, you know, amongst us. And and I think um, w- with me and we'll dive into that a little later on, I think yeah. when we talk about the couples <clears throat> therapy. Uh, but I know we laughing at it, but I'm like, yeah, we didn't like try to break up like 10 times. And yeah. it's like, there's reasons uh, behind those things and they, they come to surface, you know, yeah. in therapy. So I think like Katie said, you know, we take, you know, mental health, um, it's serious, man. I think it's mm-hmm. serious, especially in the black community. I would For say that. Sure. I think that we don't really <laughs> take mental health as serious as we should, especially men and um, especially black, black men. men. Mm-hmm. You know, black men talk and to suppress your emotions and yeah. not really explore them and mm-hmm. understand why you feel the way you feel. And yeah. yeah, and it's it's a lot of that in the black community, and we, you know, man, we we hide it in so many different ways. Whether it's relationships, sports, mm-hmm. money, uh, material, th- whatever it may be, we we do. You know what I mean? And I have you know just in all transparency and we will dive into that again like i said as i keep telling y'all more we'll dive into that later as i'm giving y'all more information but it's um it's important i think it's important if you don't have a therapist uh i i uh, go get one right away go get one man because you you will never actually um like i guess understand yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh so for me I actually have like really, really close friends and mentors and my pastor I talk to. And but I would also say that having a professional therapist has also helped me, you know. Yeah. And I think that, again, in the and community, I commend you for like going to get that healing. It's yeah completely awesome that. That you've done that. Uh, that. And it's and it's um and it's uh it's important. It's just let's just. We can just it's leave important. It there, yeah. yeah, we can leave it at that. And we're we're gonna um dive into that yeah, later we'll on. But I have I actually have a personal therapist. Yeah. Um as of been having her for a few months. This has been a few months. Yeah. yeah. A few months. So Yeah, man. It's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So um we've gotten you know, just to give like an overview, like I said, we'll go deeper. Um it's gonna be in an episode in itself. <clears throat> but um I believe that it has helped us work through so many things and i i feel so much more emotionally connected i think we both have reached like a new height of emotional connection and even like a new height of understanding of one another Mm -hmm. um we've learned how to communicate neither of us come from um families 
you know, like we both come from broken homes, like broken families. We didn't have both our biological mother and biological fathers in our households. So we're kind of trucking through this, just doing like the best that we can. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need some extra help and someone who can deal with your trauma, can help you think through your trauma, understand your trauma and even understand like how um, your trauma is affecting your relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So couples therapy is awesome. Individual therapy is awesome and it's helped us tremendously and we highly recommend it. It's Mm -hmm. helped us and in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I would say I haven't thanked you. I thank you too. I think that you have, um, we had a conversation earlier today about, mm-hmm. uh, challenging each other and mm. all of that. But I think yeah. you, you challenged me in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I actually, I'm appreciative of your past. I'm appreciative of your experiences and your patience and your understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, like, what? it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a sense, cause it's like, man, how do you, um, uh, I don't know. I I just think me as a man, I I sometimes probably put a little bit. I don't know. I'm harder on myself. Okay. And it's yeah. just like I I don't understand why sometimes I feel like you you're not. Mm. I think you. I th- I don't want to say that you won't be hard on me. I say again that I don't want to get you challenging me being uh, mixed up with you being hard on me. Yeah. But I think at the same time you're compassionate about you know a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, and. um I think it's pretty dope. You know, I think it Thank was like you. one of those things to where you experience in life and you'd be like, man, I'm about to like, don't know if I'm going to self-sabotage this. <clears throat> like, and you got to be careful that you don't. Yeah. You know, um, but it's... um. Well, thank you for that. No, no problem. I'm glad that you appreciate it. Yeah, y'all heard that and crack. That crack my voice. I'm gonna drink orange juice, so don't be <laughs> don't be trying to blame me like that. Oh my no, gosh, <laughs> he's getting teary eyed, y'all. No, I'm, just I'm gonna go live. Hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> right, to prove that you're not. <laughs> but yeah, no, I appreciate you in the same way. Okay, I just love you so much. You just love me so much. I really do. Yeah. Whatever. Bear is like <laughs> very good to me. I love you too. Yeah. You think? Whatever. Let's take a break. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back. Be right back after this message. <laughs> no. Silly. On to our topic for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's been challenging for us and um something we've been working through in therapy mm-hmm. is I think in blended families, um, especially when you come from really traumatic situations with your ex mm-hmm. um and in Robert's case he was married to his child's mother I was not married to my child's father but we were together for uh, many years and um so we are working through navigating our communication mm-hmm. through those relationships because they're both very complex they are um and then you know situations arise <laughs> as we go <laughs> along that make them even more complex mm-hmm. than complex right so um so today we'll talk a little bit about that and then um you know we promise to kind of share our stories and our testimonies just we think that it would be helpful to anyone listening in to know like like what we what you may see of us and what what is portrayed like we're not perfect right and i think we want to we want you guys to to really know that um, especially in this generation where relationships are so romanticized and um, uh, people are so, you know, 
it's just this instantaneous culture where like it's this immediate satisfaction and if you don't receive immediate satisfaction or or instant gratitude that you're on to the next and so we want to be like ridiculously real with you guys and um, just kind of show you kind of like the deepest parts of ourselves and show you that neither one of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Our relationship is not perfect. And although we we are really happy, mm-hmm. but like our relationship takes a lot of work and especially with dealing with a lot of our trauma. Right. So in understanding how our blended family is coming together, we want you to like kind of understand the story and some of the stories behind our trauma. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that was like a long interlude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like a long disclaimer. <laughs> but uh-huh. so what are your thoughts, Robert, on um, boundaries and just things like communicating with exes when it comes to blended families? Like, how do you think like what are some things that you think are the best way to like manage um, those relationships for those, you know, for those people who are in a similar situation where you're trying to, to, to be respectful of your children, of your ex, of your mm-hmm. current partner. So the you floor s- is yours. <laughs> All right. So you asking like, how do you, how do you set boundaries or the importance boundage, of boundaries? The importance of boundaries um, and just managing that relationship. Manage relationship outside of like the Managing. your new relationship. Managing the relationship with your like your kids, uh, Parent. parents. Okay. Yes. So I think that the first <coughs> first and foremost, transparency is mm. the most important thing, right? So mm. if you know whatever the, whatever the situation looked like, mm-hmm. just be open and be honest about it. Um, the history of it, you know what I mean. Just the whole skinny, like, hey, look, this is what it was this is where it's at um this is where they want to see it being this is what they do now this is what they have done mm-hmm. and then that way it could be a mutual understanding between you and your your mate right mm-hmm. so then y'all both understand okay okay this is what she goes through in her her situation and you understand okay this is what he goes through in, in his situation mm-hmm. <clears throat> in regards to like boundaries you right back to the importance of transparency and honesty so, like, if you honest with me about something, mm-hmm. then I have to protect us. So, I protect right. you in that by being communicative. What is it? Com- communicative? Communicative. Communicative. <coughs> um, you know, like, hey, this is what I think you should do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I understand having the respect for the child's parent, The you know, your, your child's mother or or father. But at the same time, like, we're in a relationship. Right. We're in a relationship. And that, com- that kind of, do you feel like it comes first? What What comes first? The relationship? Like our relationship. Or uh, your relationship with the current partner. Like, do you feel like that's um, a priority? Yeah, I think that the relationship with your mate is, is priority. Mm-hmm. Now, not to that question, I think that <coughs> your ch- your children are going to be most important. Of course. In the, in-, in the entire scope of things, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, your um your kids are going to be the focal point mm-hmm. right so there might be times to where you know the you may this is this is use us you may be uncomfortable about you may be uncomfortable about some things that I may do with my kids for the sake of my kids mom and I may be uncomfortable with you for your child for what you do 
for the sake of your kid with your in regards to your children's father. Does, okay. that, does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, but at the same time, it's for the kid. Right. It's for the kid. So it's like, okay, I have to explain to you. So there has to be some, along with transparency, it sound like, sounds like the next most important thing is some leniency and some yeah, trust because, in that area. Yeah, you got to, yeah, because I think that, I well, I have to trust you. I like, okay. I'm I'm choosing to trust you, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna choose. Okay, you you tell me what it is, and I'm gonna choose to trust you, and then you tell me. I mean, I'm sorry, then I'm gonna tell you, and then you choose to trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that if there's a mutual understanding, hey, this is for the kid, mm-hmm. like this this is for the kid, mm-hmm. right? So let's just say uh, my kid's mom have a birthday party at the house, and and I'm going over to see my kid. I'm going to I'm I'm going to excuse me. I'm going to see my kid. Right. Right. Or my kids. Of course. Right. And anything I'm going to do, any uncomfortable situation I might be in, mm-hmm. it's, it's for my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And understanding like what any uncomfortable situation that you might be in, mm-hmm. it's going to be for your kid. And um, like I said, the, the, the importance, the important thing is going to be the honesty and the transparency. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you got to set some boundaries with the the child's father or mm-hmm. the child's mother. It got to be some boundary set because right. you're no longer in a relationship, right? So the child's mother or the child's father may have an expectation, mm-hmm. right? That, okay, this is what, how it was when we was together. And I should have this because I'm the father of your kids or mm-hmm. I'm the mother of the kids. But it's like, nah, now you got to understand mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship. Right. And, and you've got to set boundaries to make sure that you're, your ex respects those boundaries. They may or may not be in a new relationship, mm-hmm. and they may or may not respect that new relationship. So, you yeah. know, setting boundaries mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I, th- I think something that our um, therapist brought up was giving, like, the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important when you're in a blended, fam- you know, ben- blended family situation, whether it's blendish or blended. Mm-hmm. Um, benefit of the doubt is a really, really important factor in that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, um, I guess, set the ground, s- set the foundation mm-hmm. um, of trust. Right. So benefit of the doubt is important. I lost my train of thought. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about like setting boundaries and and obviously it led to having <coughs> the benefit of the doubt like okay cool i'm gonna give this mm-hmm. i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and or you're gonna give you know you're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. however it's gonna look yeah but ultimately it's for the it's for the kids now of when course. things be, when things get a little disrespectful mm-hmm. then that's when it's time for a conversation yeah you understand what i'm saying so like and then so the next thing would be communication yeah like hey that's not that can't go Mm -hmm. and i think the proper way is is to this is my opinion Mm -hmm. that if you ever had an issue with what my kid's mom were to do Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm speaking in general if you ever had a conversation with my kid's mom Mm -hmm. i'm sorry you had an issue with something my kid's mom did you should communicate it to me yes and then I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Or you trust me to take care of it. Right. And then vice versa. However, if it's not addressed, mm-hmm. then I think that's when, okay, I need to say, okay, well, if you're not going to do it or your word isn't good enough mm-hmm. about what you're saying, then I need to, I'm I'm going to say something. So mm-hmm. um, give me so-and-so's number. Right. Or have so-and-so call me. Right. Because then it's like, as a man, I will be, 
I will be wrong to allow you to feel like it's okay to be disrespected mm-hmm. and, and I'm your man. So if I'm your man and your ex mm-hmm. is disrespectful mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, hey, look, not understand like, okay, Robert or John Smith is showing respect out of this individual being the mother of your child. But eventually, you can't, I'm sorry, you can't be disrespectful mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, whether it's Robert's woman or John Smith's woman, just like when you were they woman mm-hmm. or whoever was they woman, they don't want to see that woman disrespected. Right. So it's like, okay, cool. So as a man, you should understand it. Like, so, yeah. and then, but I think that it's always wise to have you or me or whoever's out there had that conversation. Right. So being sense. communicative about just, yeah. <clears throat> any grievances that are going on as we know like the divorce rate is already so high for first marriages for second marriages um the reason for divorce is often because of the blended family yeah. for grievances children. it's and like children and finances yeah yep. children finances and um like i said especially for second marriages the statistics are up there for um the troubles with blended families being able to make it and this is a a huge issue that that comes up um so just making sure just to reiterate so making sure that you're transparent and honest with your partner because that is the foundation for any successful relationship Mm -hmm. and i i can't reiterate or emphasize the importance like of that enough like it's very very important so any random text you may get or any attempt of a boundary cost of your mm-hmm. ex spouse or your ex partner mm-hmm. needs to co- be communicated um and even if you have any doubts or any questions i think if you ever have to question it's just better to communicate yeah. whatever your thoughts questions. are on it yeah for sure so if you had to think about it it's probably best that you like air it out in the light you don't want anything to ever happen where you know where that just becomes a place for you all to break your trust and Mm -hmm. you don't want the breakdown of communication to happen there um some leniency and giving benefit of the doubt so you know you've got to be you got to be trusting and you got to trust that your partner is doing the right thing right you build that trust with honesty and transparency so it kind of like it's full circle kind of deal that's right so, um, so I think that was pretty straightforward to the point if I yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it seems, um, it seems simple. Like every situation is different. So I know these situations, especially ours is very complex. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it develops more and more every day. So now we're going to go into our testimony segment where, at the ends of these episodes, now we're going to start to give you a little bit more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start to talk about a little bit more about our personal stories behind our journeys. Yeah. Um, and I think once you, we both have like pretty crazy stories to be so mm-hmm. young. We've both been married and divorced. Me before 25. Yeah, <laughs> Repair. Yeah, was married for almost a decade before 30. So we yeah. have had some like crazy 20s. Yeah. Like our years, our, our 20s have been pretty eventful. 
and they've led us to where we're at now. So Robert is going to talk to you a little bit about a situation that's going on now. Um, speaking of exes and trying to navigate through these super complex relationships and these crazy things that come up. So Robert is going to tell you a little bit about his story and like what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to like speak for him, but I think it's really important um there's been a lot that has happened and I've seen him show so much um, just integrity and grace throughout um, his situation. Um, and I've, I've seen kind of both sides and I want him to speak up for himself and be able to express his truth mm-hmm. on um, his testimony. He has been very hesitant to do so because of his integrity and so i am proud of him for taking the step and speaking up for himself <laughs> and telling his truth you funny you hear how she say yeah i might i don't want to talk for him but <laughs> i'm just gonna say back in the seventh grade uh, i just want to make sure that everybody knew that what happened was, was <laughs> do you remember me in the seventh yeah, grade yeah we actually met in the seventh grade because i grade. remember actually we actually met in the sixth grade <laughs> See, it's worth it for me. Oh my god! <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, you funny, but um, yeah, man. So, um, what Katie's saying is, uh, um, we got some, you, and you might hear some hesitation in my voice. So I'm gonna just be, just be 100 honest with you, man. It's a touchy situation. Mm-hmm. It's very intricate. It's very uh, Tyler Perry ish. You know, and uh, I, I be chilling, man. And I, I've experienced a lot. I'm not, I'm not going to ever tell you I'm perfect in anything that I do. We, you know, I think we kind of like, you know, made that a point at the beginning of this podcast is that, you know, we're human too. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one thing my father told me, actually, when I was a, I was younger, he um, he told me grown people are not always right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I never understood why he told me that. But I remember being like with family or friends of the family and he's like what did so-and-so say to you or what did so-and-so do like let me know because grown people not always right and Mm -hmm. it really didn't like make sense to me until I became 18 and I'm like I'm grown Mm. and I made uh, a terrible choice or a mistake and I'm like oh wow I'm grown and I made mistakes and so that kind of helped me understand that everybody no matter how old they are can make childish decisions and childish right that's true um choices man so but yeah man i i say that uh to say you know i like katie said i was married for almost a decade and um i would say man i learned a lot before marriage i learned a lot during marriage and a lot after marriage and i think i never really took the time to reflect on it until like after like Mm. divorce yeah you know and has a way of doing it yeah (laughs) you know i mean especially if you know I i don't care really what happened to you I'm not gonna say I don't care what happened to you, but whatever happens to you, I think you can always see where you could be better. For sure. In the situation. And I think it only helps you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Right. So no matter what was done to you, no matter what was said about you, no matter no matter what the result was, mm-hmm. look in it and be like, okay, what could I have done different or what can I do differently? Yeah. And I think um that's a for me, man, it's like a blessing from God because I think people mm-hmm. go through some things sometimes and i heard will smith say this is that 
the, no, don't be a victim. Mm. I hate to man. It's kind of like a sense of entanglements. But, but, uh, like you, like don't be a victim. Like, yeah. you know, you're not a victim. Like you, yeah. you have an experience and then you learn from that experience. You grow from that experience, but don't be a victim. Right. Right. So, like for me, grow from it. Yeah, just grow from Don't it. Don't so be a victim to it. Right. So for me, speaking of the the uh, Will Smith and entanglement. So <laughs> I actually, um, I was go. married. I was married um, for about it was nine and a half years, almost mm-hmm. ten years. I'm actually thankful it didn't it did it didn't be ten years, and I'm actually kind of tell you about that a little later on in in our podcast. But married for ten years, um, uh, we end up getting a divorce. While we got a divorce, um, is very crazy uh it ended in adultery um again this is my truth mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna speak it and for so long i kind of like your perspective from my perspective and, I, and i'm gonna kind of yeah. like dive into it Do, those that are listening y'all can like chime in y'all can tell me what y'all think to be honest with you man we brought up therapy and uh i said man let me go to see a therapist mm-hmm. uh because i wanted to make sure that you know what was going on what i wanted to share Mm -hmm. how i wanted to share it that i wasn't wrong in the situation Mm -hmm. and so everyone i talked to be like no bro like what's making you think that you're wrong about this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so i'm like nah i just want to make sure because this is my kid's mom i never want to like paint this picture or tell this story that's not of truth Mm -hmm. and so i want to make sure that i'm fine within and that I'm mentally sound and that my heart is good and it's in the right place mm-hmm. and that what I'm talking about, it was a learning experience. Right. But I'm going to tell my truth. Please do. So <laughs> uh, my my kids, mom and I, we ended up, uh, we got married really young. We got married, uh, I think I was 22 when we got married. She was 21. And um, we ended up joining like this church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to hear a little bit later more about that. But we ended up joining this church, and it was kind of like the thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, within this church. Like, everybody got married young. Actually, yeah. the, the funny thing is how I ended up getting led to this church. I met this guy. We used to work together at this uh, this gym. And he's young. He's married. He's talking to me about God. I need to get my life together, relationship stuff, going through with my kid's mom. Ended up joining this church. Everybody that I, I knew that wasn't joining the church was like, dude, don't join this church. Like, I was playing football in college. I ended up getting injured. I cut a red shirt. It came back one more year, played ball, the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we get married. We get involved in this this ministry, right? And so the guy that actually led me to the church, he went through a divorce. And I kind of like going into this whole situation, I was always telling my kids, mom, like, look, some here ain't sitting well with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody that's portraying these marriages that are like top of the world and they're good. It's, I, I don't, I don't think it is. Right. And so, um, she would listen to me sometimes and sometimes she would think I was crazy. So this guy, um, one of the first actually to get a divorce. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, not, not gonna mention no names. I, I think I mentioned that at the beginning of this thing. not gonna mention no names. But his wife, um, she messes around on him with one of his friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to work it out, didn't work out. He gets a divorce. Um, when he gets remarried, he, um, he he gets remarried probably like a couple years later. Maybe a year later he gets remarried. Maybe maybe less than that. Probably mm-hmm. was like eight months or so. So he gets remarried. I'm one of the best men in this wedding. And um, he had another best man too. And, you know, we were kind of close. We were you mm-hmm. know, kind of close. And, um, but I'm not going to lie, you know, uh, I always, I always kind of like, you know, it's one of those things you can like tell, like 
something ain't right here, mm-hmm. right? So this was kind of like that situation with he, he and I. Mm-hmm. And so uh, years go past, the church actually, you know, it's, it's kind of like done away with. I think it's still in session now, or mm-hmm. they they still do the thing now. But a lot of people left the church. Mm-hmm. So rightfully so. Right. So <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people leave this church, and what happens is uh, there was like this. Uh, we did this. Uh, it was like a youth group, like mm-hmm. a youth praise team. And so somebody reached out to me and they're like, listen, like, I, you know, one of the deacons in the church's birthday is coming up. I want to see if we can get everybody back together. Uh, that was in that youth praise team. He would really, really love it. So I'm like, man, by this time I didn't join a new church, five years then went past, mm-hmm. right, since we were at this last church. And so um, um, I say I'm thinking about the people. I'm thinking about people that got hurt at this church. People, like, stop, you know, believing in God. People mm-hmm. stop, like stop believing in god pretty much right right and so which is the whole point of church right right so you're there to right so believers right but people went through some hard stuff let's Mm -hmm. just say that so people went through some hard stuff right so um what happens is i actually call around and i get these people together the one dude i told you he went through the divorce found out he was actually going through another divorce his, his second wife they were going through another divorce so i'm like feeling for this dude like dang bro like I reached out to him. He was actually considered like one of the leaders in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like the leader of our praise team when we did it. And he was like considered a leader in this particular church. So what happens is reach out to him. And my my uh, my kid's mom was like, you, you're like the only one that can reach this guy. Like, talk to him. Going through this, going through that. So I call him, talk to him. He's excited. Uh, I invite a lot of people to this event. And then some people I didn't invite because of some of the things that occur right at this place so what happens we get together everyone comes in and um i divide between this guy and my kid's mom is just like crazy it's just like what is going on here it was just mm-hmm. crazy i noticed it. it's just crazy i'm like mm-hmm. look make in a, a sp- sexual tension kind like, of way is what yeah you're it was like what's going on here it was it, it was troubling to me so um from both ends right so mm-hmm. Um, so what ended up happening was, um, she used to do music sometimes too. She do music too. So they kind of like had that like connection, like this music, music connection. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was, it was still weird to me. Right. So he's like, yeah, like, um, you know, um, you know, where she, he calls me bleed. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, it was a bleed. Like in a, at a friend level, like was a bleed. So he's like, um, yeah, man, I want her to hear this music. So she's listening to music. They often cut talk. It was just weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't end up telling one of the dudes that we was cool. I was cool with from this last church. Look, I think this is what's going on. He like, oh man, you tripping? That would never happen. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, bro, like, I think this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. I confront her. Mm-hmm. Things go south. She leaves. Right? She mm-hmm. leaves uh, one night, and she's gone like the whole weekend. She mm-hmm. has my daughter with her. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm fine. Everything is good. So it's just like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like two years ago, like Labor Day weekend. Right before the divorce. Right before the divorce. So the funny thing is I bought a house. I bought a house in like June-ish, June, the end of June. Mm-hmm. And we we went through a divorce. We went through a separation in September. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, so the guy, um, um, when she leaves, something ain't sitting right with me. Like mm-hmm. while she's gone, she's gone. Um so I called dude, hey man, what's going on with you? Nothing. Hey, hey, you talked to um, uh, you know, my my kid's mom and he's like, Oh no, I you know, I haven't talked to her. You know, I This I, is after y'all are married. No, we're married still. You're married at this point in the story. We're married at this point in the story. So 
I call him because remember I told you the vibe that I felt when we was at like this little gathering. Can we explain who this gentleman was in your wedding who we're referring to he right was, now? He was one. He was so he. And I'll be honest, with you, it's funny as you, time goes on. It's like some things you look at like. Eh, wasn't that so he was actually one of the best men in my wedding thank so you I was one of his men, that, his wedding, i'm like been waiting the, for you to finally really say that so it's a huge deal okay so so he was one of the best men in my wedding i was one of the best men in his wedding so, <laughs> so right it's funny it's right the so, most important one of the most yeah. important pieces but of I'm, the gonna I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why eventually well not eventually but i'm gonna tell you eventually on the show yeah uh why it's different so i'm gonna tell you okay. eventually so but anyway so Call him. Hey, man. Hey, so this up? is the best man in his wedding that he's, he's sensing having a some kind of emotional, intimate connection with, with my, his wife right at the, the time. time. So I'm like, hey, man, I never forget it. I was at um, uh, this arcade in my city, and I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. with my kids. She's gone. She has my daughter. So I'm like, look, uh, call him. Hey, man, what's up, man? Nothing, hey, what's going on with you? Nothing chill. Hey, man, you talk to my wife, man? He's like, um. Uh, no man like no i ain't heard from her whatever 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 and i'm like uh okay okay and he's just talking he's like man i just want to thank you for inviting me yesterday had a great time like it was good to see everybody like i needed that like i was you know going through a lot i'm like okay man i I got you man so Mm -hmm. at the time i'm like man maybe i'm i'm tripping Mm -hmm. like i'm tripping man so he had a good time he was going through a lot of stuff in life so Mm -hmm. he tells me he appreciated that so that goes Few days later, I get a text message from my kid's mom. I'm done. I'm like, you're done. She's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this marriage. I want out. Like, I'm done. I'm only coming back to the house to put the kids on the bus. I'm like, okay, cool. So whatever. So I get a phone call. This this is an intricate part to to this story. So I get a phone call um, from one of the the guys who used to actually belong to this church too, and his wife mm-hmm. before they were married, she actually lived with me and my and my kid's mom. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I just want to let you know that she's here with your daughter and and us so we're she's good so i just want to mm-hmm. make sure she's i know you was probably wondering so i'm gonna keep you updated so he's texting me we're calling he's like they went to church on sunday she mm-hmm. pray for all this stuff so i'm like okay cool so but she texted me the following day like i'm done so she comes home she didn't want to talk I'm like this is weird man so mm-hmm. um she she she's telling me i got you know she leaving me with the kids right so she goes out with her friends um, and then she tells me she's going to spend it at her mom's house. And I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? So my mother tells me, you know how my relationship is with my mom, right? right. So my mother's hilarious. <laughs> so my mother's like, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. You, you don't want to listen. It's a involved. I'm like, mom, what? She's like, it's a, it's a dude. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's another a nigga. man. In the it's like, it's nigga another involved. man. I'm like, no, nah, mom, you tripping. Like, she ain't going to never. She like, no, nah, I'm telling you right now. You can be dumb if you want to. I'm wow. telling you right now. I say, Ma, look, man, let me call you back. I got the phone. So That's how you always get on the phone. Yeah, well, I got to call you back. Bye. I love my mama. She off, the, she off the chain, man. If y'all know me personally, man, y'all know my mama. She off the chain. <laughs> so anyways, man, so uh, uh, what happens is is that um, time goes past. She would leave. She told me she's in her mom's house. You know, it, it it was just weird, right? She would be here at my crib, and then she would be at her. It was just weird. I'm like, man, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. So she shows up one day to um, she shows up one day to to church. Yes. And so when I see her, it's just something's different about. Her. I could just really couldn't like pin it. It was just like something's mm. different about yeah. you. Yeah. 
and she was like real short with me. We had actually I missed this part. We had went to a, a marriage counseling. We went to this marriage counseling. She's like, I'm done. And when she's talking, I'm like, she, she sounded like, like dude. Because yeah. she was like, yeah, you know, I gave him my best shot. Like, you don't even talk like this, right? So yeah. she's like, yeah, you know what I mean? She's crossing her hands like, yeah, you know. And I'm like, what, what, what's going on? So I asked her, like, you been talking? She's like, no. And if I have been, I'm grown. I can do, but no, I haven't talked to him. Blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, cool. So that Sunday she comes to church. She got a nose ring. She just looked different. So I'm like, hey, look, what's up? Like, what's going on? You know, uh, let's talk. So one of the leaders like walking up. So she walks out quickly. So uh-huh. she walks out. So I walk up behind her. Hey, you good? She's like, I said, look, you hungry? She said, a little bit. I said, let's go get something to eat. So we go to this little diner nearby. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to her. And I'm like, you sound like this dude. Because you, for me, he was the best man so in your I wedding. Just know and you know so, him very well. So the He's funny a good thing friend. Is, right. So the funny thing is, is like, <clears throat> you, you, like, I say puppy. Like, that puppy. You know what I'm saying? Or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I hear you say puppy. You, do you rec- explain what you mean to so the this listeners? Is, this is what I'm saying. So. When you're around somebody enough. They have lingo. And they have lingo. They you use. just pick up and on And what it. he means by saying puppy, he's like, oh, look, I'm going to come up in this puppy and do <laughs> da 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love this puppy. Uh, I see that puppy. But, you know, <laughs> right, something yeah. like that. But I, you say it. So right. It's because we spend time together. You're around me. Of we course. have a connection. So I'm like, man, I'm tripping. Let mm. me. So so she leaves. So I actually go up to my service provider, my phone service provider. Mm. So I, I I see the dude. I got a, I had a connection up there. I said, "Hey man, I need you to pull some records for me, bro." He like, mm. "What?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Man, get out of here, bro. Who you talking?" He said, "You, her, dude, you stupid. Get get out." I say, "I'm serious, man." He said, "Dude, you really serious?" I said, "I'm serious." So he pulls the records. When he pulls the records. The dude that mm-hmm. I had talked to over the phone, are you mm-hmm. talking to my wife? He like, no, 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 believe me, I ain't talked to her. And I ain't seen him. The night that she left my house, him and her had been talking that night for two weeks straight every day. Mm. So they had talked on lunch break. They mm-hmm. had talked in the morning when I was at work, yeah. and they talked super late at night, like two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I'm seeing this. So I end up. Call- I'm actually was really cool with his cousin. So I call his cousin. I say. When I see your cousin, it's <laughs> not funny. At I'm all. Dest- I'm destroying little buddy. He yeah. he like he like no, what? I'm destroying that puppy. He said <laughs> he said what I say. Look, I'm just I just want to tell you now because I know it's your family. But when I see him, it's over for him. So he like why you said I say look this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So he like what why he do that? Why I can't believe he did that. So I call him. I say what's up? He say oh bleed what's up bleed what's up with you? I say no what's up? You been messing with my wife boy? He like. Oh, man, no, I told her to tell you. I say, no, 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 ain't no, no telling her. Ain't no, you tell her to tell me nothing. Boy, you supposed to be my friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, she called me, man. She called me late one night. I said, I told you the next day. You told me you ain't talk to her. But you've been talking to her every single day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude. You didn't tell me this part. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you've been talking to her every single day, but you mm-hmm. telling me it's her responsibility to talk to me? He said, man, she was hurt. She was vulnerable. And I said, you, t- you, you stay on the phone with her? You didn't think to call me? I said, if it had been you and your wife, you know what happened? I would have called you. I mean, your wife called me on some trash, on some, hey, look, we, I'm trying to do this. I would have called you, mm-hmm. boy. Like, But you you on my phone, like, no, like, man, no, like, I ain't talked to her. Yeah. So I confront him. 
He's with this other guy, right? We all went to this this space together, this church together. So I'm on the phone listening to them two. The other dude, like, man, it's kind of your fault. Like, she felt like she couldn't talk. I say, hold on, what, 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 what? So they got me on the phone. I'm feeling bad. I'm actually feeling like bad. I'm like, dang, maybe they right, man. Maybe I just, you know, because I'm. I'm, I'm This church was also he. he Let me stop. She's so funny. So. So look, they don't know the story. So I'm gonna give. They gonna get the story though. Okay. They gonna get the story. So, so then um, I they I'm on the phone. I'm feeling bad. I'm like, man, maybe I didn't or wasn't a safe space for. So she had to go to this dude, mm-hmm. and they like, yeah, man, like we told her to tell you. And I'm like, we. So they had all been like hanging out. The one dude, he was married, his wife, and they had all been hanging out, and they all knew this. Mm-hmm. So so and that's a whole nother conversation. Whew. So. So then he like, yeah. So they both sitting there talking to me. So I'm like, man, y'all, y'all right, man. Like, I'm I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. The conversation ended like that. Like, I'm I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. So the level of manipulation on that phone call was ridiculous. So I actually Ooh. go see my kid's mom at this place. We married at the time. You you messing with this dude? So her first question to me was, What what did he say? I say, No, 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 no. I'm asking you. Wow. Did you so she was like, What did he wow. say? I say, I say, I say, uh, don't matter what he said. What did what happened? So she like nothing. Like I said, y'all didn't kiss her. She like we ain't do nothing. Blah 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 blah. I said, what's these text messages? I'm showing her the messages. Like y'all meeting up. Well, I mean, what's this? Y'all you talking about like getting he together? Told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Come clean. Like yeah. So she like so, but I could have right. So yeah. But I'm like toe up. So I'm driving home. He mm-hmm. calls me. She stays at her mom's with my kids. So mm-hmm. he calls me. So when he calls me, he says, "Man, man, look, man. I just want to call you. I want to apologize to you. You know, I, sh- I you right." I should have told you she was like calling me and you know that we had like you know linked up a couple times. I, I should I should have told you that you know you right. I'm your friend and you know I'm bo- both of y'all my friends. Like I love both of y'all. I, I want y'all marriage to work. Like I'm praying for y'all, but like mm. she was hurt and I I just didn't know what to do. And he was like, but you know, because remember I told you mm-hmm. his first wife cheated on him. Hear me out. Yes. His first wife like cheated on him with the friend. So he tells I'm on the phone. So he tell me like. Like, man, I never do that to you. I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I could never mm. do that. Like, I could never do that. Like, I've been through this exact same thing, man. I just didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold on, bro. I said, you know what to do. I said, I'm seeing text messages. You asking if she's still up or y'all going to meet up. What you mean you didn't know what to do? Mm. I said, listen. He said, man, whatever you want me to do, I do. I said, stay away from her. You told me when you called me she was vulnerable and that she was hurt. Stay away from her. Right. So he said, okay. So, time goes on. Um, he's like, he's not talking to her, whatever, 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 whatever. They're not talking. And so, um, um, we, her and our relationship gets like really, 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 really bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Like, really bad. And y'all gonna hear more about that later. And so, um, so we decide that we, she tells me she's going to file divorce papers. Mm-hmm. So I actually go to um, uh, the courthouse to see if she actually filed them. They're like, no, she didn't file them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, she said she sent them last week. They're like, no, if she would have sent them last week, we would have saw all of that information and we would have sent it back to her and it actually would have been in our system that we received it and sent it back to her if she made any, like, errors. So I reached out to her, like, you lying, whatever, whatever, whatever. You didn't file, like, what you got going on? So then that night, excuse me, so that night, uh, me and my cousin went in my crib. I pray about it, like, look, like if I'm tripping, show me, man. I actually get up, um, I hop in my van, I'm gone. I'm driving around the city. I'm like, bruh, what is wrong with you? 
go back home. I text my cousin. Yeah, he had a house with my kids. He like, he like this you good? This is when you were driving around trying to driving find around. her. Right. I'm like, man, I'm tripping. Did you mention that? Uh, just now, yeah. That so you were driving around trying to yeah, drive, I'm driving, her. I'm driving around the city like, man, she got to be with this dude. I'm like, bruh, you tripping. He's going to all these different apartment complexes. Yeah, it was, cra- it was crazy, y'all. So I'm like, I'm like. It's really sad. It was crazy. So then, so this is what the funny part is. Yeah. I remembered. When because he, he was actually going through the process of going through a divorce, but I found out later that wasn't true that he actually was going through a divorce. Mm. So he like, yeah, I'm moving now. So he like tells me the apartment complex that he's moving to. So I remembered it. Wow. So I Google it. I go there when I turn in, and there's it was a, a lot of it was a there lot of apartments. A lot of apartments with that particular like name, like the front name. We can't really, I can't. We're not gonna say, say it. Say it yeah. But this so, is what's so sad is he's driving to all these different apartments with <laughs> this particular. It's not funny. It's it, I mean, sad. if you look back, this, this was this was this was almost know, three years ago. So it was still, like it was sad. It it was it was a crazy so time in my life. It was all really these apartments with this particular name in it. Trying to drive through the parking lots looking for his ex-wife's vehicle in the parking lot of right. these. Just Apartment ima- complexes. Just imagine. Why the, are you like, adding? You add like adding. St- let beca- me. I'm saying imagine <laughs> the. I want people to like imagine the heartache. It was crazy. Behind that. It That's, was crazy. But let me get to, let me get to the punch. Now. Okay. Okay. So um, I pull I pull in this particular apartment complex. Okay. So when I get there, I actually hit her her car alarm her car alarm goes off mm. and is right next to his car <sighs> this is crazy so i'm gonna tell y'all something that's wild though mm. Mm. this morning me and katie was actually laying down on the couch and i never forget this i actually i think i never forget this this is crazy how this worked out i posted this post uh on facebook and i said everything that happens in the dark will come to light remember i showed you that this yeah, morning you did so this was this was actually so yesterday was uh, the day it happened two years ago. Wow. So uh, I posted that, and so what happened was that night is when I actually caught them two together. Mm-hmm. So I, t- I, t- I uh, I'm I'm calling her, calling her, she ain't answer, whatever, whatever. So uh, I text her, pick up the phone. So she picks up the phone. I say, put me on speakerphone. Put me on speakerphone. I say, I say his name, and I say, when I see you, I'm tearing your mouth out. <laughs> she hangs up the phone. Boop, hangs up the phone. Ooh. I call his phone. I say, dude, you didn't. You've been. You've been. So I, I left this part out during this process because we got separated. We was going through like a separation in like September, mm-hmm. early October. Mm-hmm. During this entire process, the hard stuff I was saying about me and my kids, mom was going through. Mm-hmm. He was calling me saying this, man. I just want to call and check on you, man. Like, you know, I went through the same mind fight. I'm going to make sure that you good, man. Like, I know how crazy it can be. Like, I know kind of, like, where you at. Ooh, I, I, I want to make sure that you good. I want to make sure, like, man, like, you my brother, man. I love you, man. Like, you good. One night, this was crazy. This is evil. One night, I was at a bar. I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. He calls me. So, when he calls me, we actually kind of end up getting into an argument. Because he's like, man, I told you nothing happened with me. Are you telling people? I say, man, who are you talking to? Where you at? He like, man, we don't need to go there, blah, 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 blah. So the conversation, we don't on the phone for about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the conversation ends with he like, man, you good, man? Let me see you at the bar, man. You need a ride home, man? Like, I can come pick you up. Mm-hmm. So then this particular night, all this is going through my head. Boy, you done manipulated the mess out of me. Mm. You didn't tell me. Oof. You didn't tell me this woman was vulnerable when she called you. 
You done told me that you, you my brother, you would never do that to me. You mm-hmm. done been the same thing. You calling me, checking on me, make sure I ain't this having a mind cool. fights. And I pull up to your apartment complex. Yeah. And my wife at the time, car is parked next to your car. Anyways, Ooh. I call them. I mean, I call his phone. I'm just going in on him. I'm like, bro, when I see you, bro, it's, I'm telling you. He like, why? Like, nothing happened. Like, I could FaceTime you right now. We over here eating. Like, we just eating. We ain't, I say, man, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. If y'all just eating, that's your fault. You ain't no woman going to be at your house 3 o'clock in the morning, boy. You ain't, you ain't doing nothing. Right. So, so, make a long story short, I leave. I go back, get my car. And let's my be mentor, clear, there is more... There are more ways of cheating than just physical. Like, yeah, even if they did, even if they didn't like. So here, here's my thing. I think people miss this. Even if you didn't have physical sex, an emotional connection is is adultery. It's still adultery. If you if you're talking about it and you and y'all plant, I ain't done yet. This it get crazy. Yeah, this ain't. This y'all is really. Are up this with is each other all this day is really like cheating. This is really. This is really nothing. If you're doing something that you, that you do or that you've done with your partner. And you're doing it with someone else. It's adultery. It's adultery. Like, let's be very clear. Right. So, but so, but so for me, I'm like, man, I actually went through a phase mm-hmm. to where after I was divorced, like, man, was it really? Like, was it really? It was the gaslighting mm-hmm. that was making me feel like I was tripping. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, dude, maybe, man, maybe you tripping, bro. Like, maybe you, yeah. maybe this really didn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. and so, and so, so anyway, so my mentor, he comes and picks me up. From my house, my cousin leaves. Uh, she comes back to the house. I go get my car. He calls me. Man, I just want to call you, man. Tell you, man. You know, uh, you know, just just charge me for what I did do. I said, what? Charge? What? What we charging you? He said, just charge me for what I did do, and not for what I did. I said, I said, so what did you do? He was like, well, I should have never called her over. I said, listen, man. At this point, bro, I really ain't got nothing to say to you. I done talked to you on the phone about ten times. Every time I'm on the phone with you, you manipulated me. I got no room to talk to you. Every time I'm on the phone with you, you sounding like you, you this innocent guy and in that, you know, our first couple conversations, you made me feel like I was wrong. Right. And you and on you're my calling phone, and checking on me as if you're my friend and you're with my wife. But you're doing some <laughs> foul stuff. Right. So uh, what ended up happening to that, <clears throat> I tell I'm done. Whether you did something with dude or not, I'm done. Mm. Like, and and don't don't get this don't get this twisted, right? So, uh, and I think we'll probably end up eventually addressing this. Um, but I um don't don't get it twisted. Like I was just like I'm I'm done done in the beginning. Like I mm-hmm. I try to fight for it. I did some things, and we can kind of like talk about those. Yeah. Uh, I actually went through a fast. You know what I mean to make sure that the marriage work. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. Uh, I mean, it's, it's funny. I'll tell you this. So in my prayer, I'm praying like, Lord, like, please, like, for the sake of my kids or mm-hmm. anything I've done, like, let this work. Right. You Do you know who, uh, you ever heard of David? Yeah. In the Bible? Yeah. It's funny. He's so very popular. He's very popular. So <laughs> David, like, David, David is the realest. <laughs> like, I, I'm serious. Like, David in the Bible, to me, is the realest. Mm-hmm. And the, realest, the reason I say he's the realest is because he's done so much. He's He's killed. He's he's uh, been um, 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 king. He's been betrayed. He committed adultery. He had someone killed. He had he had another man's wife killed. I mean, another another woman's husband killed mm-hmm. that he committed adultery. And he's like the realest. It's like the stuff he go through is just real when you mm-hmm. read the Bible, right? So the funny thing is, is that 
when David, he actually had um, the soldier Uriah killed. He Uriah was Bathsheba's husband. So it's funny. I was actually say this to you today. When I was reading that book. Mm-hmm. This is perfect timing. So he he sleeps with Uriah's wife. She gets pregnant. While she's pregnant, David was told this baby is going to die. He's going to be taken. He's going to be. He's going to be. He's going to die. So David covers himself and like he goes into this fast. He prays. He prays hard. Lord, please don't kill him. Lord, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. So or don't let him die. I'm going to say, don't let him die. So the baby's born. Then the baby dies. So the deep part about that is that sometimes in life you can be praying for something that's your baby. Whether it's your marriage, whether it's your actual baby, whether it's a job, whether it's a something, and you praying, you praying, you praying, mm-hmm. you fasting, you fasting, you wanted to work, but the baby still dies. Mm-hmm. Whatever that baby is. Right. So then, in David's situation, this what empowered me was that David it said that he washed his face and he moved on. Mm-hmm. He moved on. Mm-hmm. She actually ended up getting pregnant later on, and you know, we, it's Solomon. You. We, we, that's in the whole other conversation, but you could pray for things, and it can die. It can just die. Right. That don't make God less of who He is. That don't. That's not saying that it wasn't meant for you. That it wasn't. It just wasn't meant to be. So and it wasn't gonna be good for you. Right. So, mm-hmm. w- so 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 what happens is is that back to the story. So we start going through this process. You know, I'm like I'm done. You know, she will be at my place, and then she go to her mother's place, and so. um um, it just progresses. Mm-hmm. So this dude, he actually <clears throat> he actually knows um, one of the leaders of the church. He calls one of the leaders of the church because I, I actually start talking to the leaders and I'm talking to friends about it. Like, bro, like the night I called him, it was crazy because I, I literally, you know how people say like you was, like people was in shock. Mm-hmm. I was literally in shock. And so I remember, I remember, I, this is so crazy. I remember being on the phone with one of my pastors. He like, he on the phone like, wow. I'm telling him, he like, and he's listening to me. He's like, you in shock. He said, just like that, you in shock. And I'm like, man, I can't stop crying. He like, mm-hmm. he like, what? I said, I can't stop crying. So I'm like, I'm like, it was crazy. I'm like, I can't stop. I just couldn't stop it. I'm so sad. It was, I was crazy. So she, so she ended up leaving. It was a long story. We're going to get to that too. So she actually left the house that morning when she came back. We kind of yeah. got into it. So. So then what happens is I'm walking around like the city. It was crazy. And I'm crying. So I'm like, I'm trying to hop in my car. Like, look, let me go to the mall. Cause I go to the mall. I'm in front of people. I'm going to be good. Yeah. I'm in the mall crying. I'm like, what is going <laughs> Your on? Your thought process oh, it was, is just sad. It was like, crazy. Look, were... listen, listen, it was crazy. I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't I stop crying? So then I leave the mall. I go in the parking lot. I'm walking towards people. Like, okay, man, walk, walk towards these people. I ain't going to cry. But I'm mad because I couldn't stop crying. I'm getting mad. Like, man, why can't I stop crying? But it was like that hard cry, like, like that. It was bad. It was like, bro, why can't I stop this? Mm-hmm. So I finally mm-hmm. called my pastor. He like, man, I said, I'm telling him what's going on. So he like, man, you in shock. You in shock. He like, you in shock right now. He was like, listen, I need to see you, like, get to the church. Like, it was crazy. He like, bro, he... It was crazy. I, like, I, it was like, like talking about it now, looking back in. Then it was, it was like, wow, I can remember it vividly. And so around this time, I got a uh, solid friend, uh, Don. Mm-hmm. So Don and I was talking. Don had already told me weeks before that, bro, you had to prepare your heart to forgive. I'm like, what? He like, you got to prepare your heart to forgive. Mm-hmm. He was like, because I'm telling you, 
this was probably my so he was right. I'm like, oh. So then what happens is he calls my pastor. He's like, I'm not messaging. So one of the one of the leaders was like, Why do you answer the phone when she calls you? Mm. Stop answering the phone. And he was like, Well, she be calling me like she act she she like she I'm like, man, be a man, have some balls about yourself. So he like she. So the pastor's like, one of the leaders is like, look, you need to stop answering the phone. She called you. She told you she's vulnerable. She told you she's hurt. Y'all had conversations about sex, whatever, whatever. Why are you calling? Why are you talking to her? And she's a married woman. She's a married woman. Cause he has an agenda. He had an agenda. So the funny thing (laughs) was this though. He ended up telling me. Mm -hmm. I say, I say, I saw you. I say he was like, cause obviously he knew I had access to the text message and phone calls. Mm -hmm. So he was Facebook messengering her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it wouldn't be mm. tra- like it wouldn't be tra- so he's Facebook Messenger. Because I asked him, I said, Well, how did I didn't think you had access? I said, How that. did you get her? I said, How did you get her to come to your house? He's like, I, I reached out to her. I said, Did you call her? He was like, No, I said, You Facebook Messenger, didn't you? He was like, Yeah. I said, Look, man. Mm. I say, listen, this this was like that, this was like that early, early morning. And I'm in yeah. the car my, my I'm in the car with my mentor. I said, listen, I told him, this is my exact conversation with him. I said, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I didn't talk to you about 10 times. Every single time I talked to you on this phone, you didn't manipulate me. And I said, I'm thankful that you and I haven't run into each other or seen each other. I said, but I'm going to tell you this. When your first wife did what she did to you, you ain't been the same. And I said, the scary thing is the exact same thing that you hated, you're becoming. Uh When you was upset at your friend that had an affair with your wife, you're becoming that. When you was upset with the leader from our last church and you felt like he was manipulating you, you're becoming that. Mm. Because everything that happened to you, you you're are right now, you're doing it to me. Mm. Hurt people, and I hurt said, people. I told him, I said, hurt people, hurt people. I said, you hurt. And I said, you know what, man? Take care of yourself. And I said, I'm going to tell you this, though. The stuff that she got in my crib, is you, you, put, you can come get it. I said, meet me in my crib. He said, no, no, I don't need it. I said, why no? He said, I, I don't need I said, why you don't need it? I said, you don't, I said, you you talking to her? He said, I don't want to be with her. I said, why are you talking to her then if you don't want to be with her? He said, she ain't staying with me. She ain't staying with me. <laughs> You're forgetting the yeah, he said, he said, He said, she ain't staying with me. I said, well, listen, you need to figure it out. Because if y'all going to be doing this, I got kids in this house. Y'all ain't about to do this. Go ahead, yeah. man. Go ahead. Let me know when you want to come get the stuff. We can meet. But y'all ain't about to be doing this, man. Right. Y'all not about to be doing this. So then... That happens. It subsides. Mm-hmm. So literally two weeks. This is crazy. Literally like probably two or three weeks. Two or three weeks later, he's like, he, you know, he's not talking to her, whatever, whatever. My pastor's like, Robert, like you can still fight for this. I know you mad. I know you hurt. But if you, if 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 God don't want it, it, it just ain't so. So fast forward to a week ago. Right. So we've heard. A great deal. So, so basically, um, Robert's best man in his wedding um, got with his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. He'll go into more details on another episode, but fast forward, they are currently still in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about how we got there. <laughs> <laughs> this is many episodes. Yeah. Um crammed into one so um so now here we are a week ago and um 
this gentleman is, as Bear explained to you, he was um, into music and the music ministry within the church. And um, music, I guess, was his passion. Mm. And so he has since released (laughs) 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 released a like uh released a song it's a diss track it's a diss track (laughs) (laughs) and in this song so all these people have been calling ribera over the past like week blowing me up i love y'all i would say 10 to 15 people have called yeah and have um been talking to him about this um diss track this diss track and I listened to it. I saw the video. Mm-hmm. Bear listened to the song briefly. But I didn't see the video. But he didn't see the video. We both agree it's actually a pretty good song. I actually song. like the song. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> it's actually a really good song. I said, but I actually but... like the song. I said, man, you could have kept me out of that, though, man. You ain't had to do that, man. Yeah. So what the point? What we're going to do on this episode, we wanted to give you a little background on the situation to lead up to the point where um, his ex is still with the man that uh, she commit adultery with um and there, my truth my truth yeah that. this that's his truth and his perspective mm-hmm. um so she is still with this guy and um and because like he just explained to you a lot of the dynamic of it they were friends they were within the same church in the same ministry together like it, it's really complex so now we've gotten to the point where he has been trying to give grace to this situation, and I, I don't know how anyone could, like, it's a rough, it's a rough it's situation a it, it, it was to a, deal yeah, with to was, yeah. to now have children in this situation, and it's crazy because my story is similar in a lot of ways, and I, I just like if children, it just yeah it makes it it just makes it really more difficult. We're not gonna focus on me though. Yeah. So we're gonna go through this song. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk a little bit about <laughs> the lyrics to the song. So, let and me so the problem is, is that w- what is portrayed in this song is is against what Robert feels is his truth. He feels as though the lyrics in this song are an attack on his character. Absolutely. And let me say this too: in the marriage and as a man. Absolutely. So, a couple things. So, um, you absolutely you absolutely correct. So, to the dissolve of the marriage. And as a man, and I'm going to tell y'all something, man. Anybody that knows me, I'm a very patient individual. Uh, I had this guy tell me a long time ago named Willie Hicks. He say, man, when, when somebody say something, man, or do something, man, you just got to let it fall off like water off a duck's back. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of like stood in the uh, presence of f- like social media posts, mm-hmm. dogging me, and, and I've never said anything. Um, a lot of rumors. And I just never said anything. And the thing is, is that it's been two years and I haven't said it. And there's been a lot that's occurred within the two years. Mm -hmm. And y'all going to end up knowing about that, too. But I think this for me, it was like, look, man, like, you know, some stuff happened. I'm going to tell you all about that occurred. And I'm like, look, we probably good. Mm -hmm. I never got to worry about this no more. Mm -hmm. And here we are with this song. And I right. said, man, look, man, y'all then at this point for me, and I'm going to say this before Katie gets into the lyrics, is that I think anyone that does music, um, you you have a gift. 
anyone that does music, it, it, you have a gift. You have a God-giving talent, right, mm-hmm. or a gift. And with that gift and that talent, whatever you choose to do with that, you, you know, you obviously choose to do it. But some of these lyrics, I think someone that does music could easily change lyrics mm-hmm. in a song. And I think this was like a direct, it was intentional, mm-hmm. it was malicious, and it was like, look, man, we kind of could have went without it. And um, the and individual chose not to go without it. So now this is why I'm telling y'all this, and this is why I'm speaking on it. But I, I had really said in my heart, to be honest with y'all, to never actually speak about it again uh, for the sake of my children. Yes, and just to, like, um, I guess kind of confirm the validity of what we're saying. So I did a little bit of Googling, and this best man in your wedding Mm -hmm. has some comments about the music that he writes. Um, So he was interviewed by a particular local online magazine and was asked about what inspires him, what inspires you to write your next song. Mm -hmm. He replied, life. Life's the most intriguing thing that we have if we choose to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And um, he also was asked, what do you think makes a great song? He says, intent comes first to me, then the message, then the execution of that message. Lyrics, beat, recording, and marketing. So Mm -hmm. I just want to be very... Yeah, so I just wanted to be very clear and intentional with this. Um, you playing Inspector Gadget, though. I'm just making sure legally, like, it's out there that, like, this um, message was intentional mm. and that this person writes music based on their life's experiences. Mm. And given the video of the song, um, Bear's <laughs> ex-wife was the... Gotcha. The person in the video. Yeah. And she was the, um, like, girlfriend to the best man in the wedding. And the vid- like, she was the girl rubbing all over him and all over him in the video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was his girl in okay. the video. So I just wanted to be clear that, like, if anyone would ever try to say, like, oh, no, this song wasn't about you and you just. I like, got you. So that, that actually adds some. I had no idea that that interview took place. And now we're kind of because at first I speculated like maybe I'm tripping. And that's normally the road I take y'all is the high road. I'm normally like maybe I'm bugging. Maybe I'm just tripping. Maybe it's me. But I guess now yeah. this is we just this solidifies. Well, when she was in the video that, you know, that um, kind of solidifies what the song is about. Mm-hmm. And then. I think the interview just takes it a step further in the fact that this person writes and portrays in their artistic expression yeah. experiences that happen in their life. And For sure. who was literally the front and center person in the video <laughs> was your ex-wife. Y'all did and messed up the church's, church's money. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there so that... Um, just protecting you. I appreciate is it. what I'm doing. Yeah. So we're going to go through some of these lyrics of this song and we're going to talk a little bit about them. So mm-hmm. we're going to focus on the bars and the, the, I guess we won't focus on the hook, but like what I think is the bridge and the first few, first um, few bars. Of I the love song. that you know music because it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Like you're helping 
out with this. Oh. The, the bridge and the hook. Go ahead, <laughs> buddy. Let's go ahead. So, yeah. So, we won't do the hook because what I don't want to do is give too much attention to this situation <laughs> to pump up the views. But it's a nice song. No. <laughs> it's a, it is a really but good song. He didn't mess up the church's money. He didn't mess up the church's <laughs> money. So, so, so we just about to be yeah, real. We ain't about is. to. Let's just go ahead and be We honest. ain't about to pump just, up them views. I just got to be honest. So we ain't going to talk about the hook. That's it. We going to stick to the boss. <laughs> <laughs> we going to stick to the boss. Come and on, the bridge. Let's go, let's go to the boss and the bridge. Go ahead. Okay, so this person says, heard your ex wasn't man enough to get a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Wanted you to submit, but he wasn't patient. Mm. He said he loved you, but pride wouldn't let him chase you. But I don't. But I don't see how he ever thought he could replace you. Mm-hmm. He should have placed you above all things. Build your palace and called you. <laughs> you sing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gave your love note and kissed your cheeks. Cooked you breakfast and rubbed your feet. Yeah. Wrote you songs. I couldn't understand this part. Something, something slowly. Yeah, yeah. Gave you flowers and diamond rings. Gave you crown girl and been your king. Because you bring perks to the finer things. Mm. That's actually nice. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> Dude, really? I think it's beautiful, actually. So. Yeah. So what you want to talk about? So let's talk about um, what his lyrics are pertaining to and what is your response yeah. to this. So. Mm-hmm. Heard your ex wasn't man enough to get a breakthrough. Man. So, you know, what's so funny. That's a pretty powerful that statement. Was, that was very powerful. That was very powerful. I um I would say this is that I really want to know. And the sad thing is, is that having a conversation with either of them probably will be off the table. Because I would kind of want to like, what do you mean by your man wasn't, what is it, was it? Your ex uh, wasn't heard man your enough. ex wasn't man enough to get a breakthrough. <sighs> man enough to get a breakthrough. So what does that mean to you? And I guess I can expound after um, that. Um, to me, that means that you weren't man enough to maybe be accountable mm. and to um, visit your deficiencies or mm-hmm. a- what you like to call areas of improvement. Areas of improvement. You okay. weren't man enough to um to kind of analyze those mm-hmm. and be willing to work on them to get to a point where you could break through and reach a, a, a higher level high of okay. self. Okay. So that's what my interpretation so, is. So I'm going to say this. So I'm going to say this. So I What's think your interpretation first? My interpretation is that I'm just going to say this. Okay. That he's a coward. <laughs> okay. But of <laughs> so I'm, so, so I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Of that lyric though. Of this lyric. I'm going to stick okay. on this lyric. Okay. The breakthrough okay. piece. So. For me, it's kind of uh, di- it will be difficult uh, for me to, um, I guess we should call it man enough to have a breakthrough to work through as false. Mm-hmm. Because the funny thing is, is that when I don't know, it, me and I don't know if you've ever been through like a breakup or like a heartbroken. But when you're in this broken place, it's kind of like introduce you to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was. Um, my, my man Les Brown says, but I think he quotes it from um, Socrates, mm-hmm. that adversity introduces a man to himself. Yes. I so, right. So, so I, I, I love, like, love, 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 love that quote. This, yeah. that, this whole past two years, that quote has been, it's been my life. So, so for me, it's like when adversity introduces you to yourself, then you're like, okay, cool. So, um, I got to deal with this. Right. So mm-hmm. in, in my space, it was for my kid's mom. 
I felt like she was in a perfect place because she had me right where she wanted me. However, she chose to do wrong with it. Mm -hmm. So at my time of brokenness, knowing that, okay, here's my at the time wife who's flirting with the idea or creeping behind my back with the guy that was the best man in my wedding. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm like on the breakthrough piece, mm -hmm. I'm kind of, and I'm going to be straight with you. I'm kind of glad the breakthrough didn't happen with my ex-wife. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you why. Because if my breakthrough would have happened with my ex-wife, I probably would have still been susceptible to being betrayed. Right. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. So it's like, okay, cool. If you change, she probably would have never saw or appreciated the change for whatever she thought needed to be changed. Another thing is, is too, when I say coward, is because this man was married at the same time he was pursuing my kid's mom. Mm -hmm. So... If anyone knows, it, so it's kind of crazy because she's rarely talked about, right? She's mm -hmm. a friend. Of mine, but the, the, the thing she's rarely talked about, but the thing is, is that she wanted him to change some things. Mm. And the reason he left her is because he was refusing to change the things she wanted to change. Mm. So wasn't man enough for a, for break. a breakthrough. Mm. Mm. So what he did was, because he wasn't man enough for his breakthrough, he chose to take the easy way out the easy way was here's a vulnerable woman mm -hmm. that's communicating to you what i would like to call the playbook my man don't do this my man don't do that and here's my exactly man what you this is what i need to be happy to this, this is this is what i need mm. so mm. here you are avoiding your breakthrough but you're pursuing another man's wife mm -hmm. you hear me so then you're pushing your wife off to the side because she was too much for you she was challenging you. So here now you got a woman that's vulnerable and she wants some, she wants something from you. Right. So she's going to come to you in a state of vulnerability and it's going to make you feel like a man. It's going to make you feel good. It's so funny. Feel like she needs you. I, it's so funny. I left this part out. I was at work at my last, in my last career. I was at work. He and I were on the phone and we had this conversation. Mm. And again, I, I made this statement at the beginning, the, the, well, right before we led into this conversation in the podcast, that if I really could have a conversation with him, it would be everything. I had this conversation with him. I said, you got her on the phone with you and making you feel good mm -hmm. because she's probably esteeming you and she's probably applauding you for what you're doing. It's making you feel good because you kind of like doing what you did at this church. You were able to impart what you would call wisdom or direction or knowledge when you needed it yourself. Mm. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in his separation with his ex-wife, he, he dogged her. He flat out dogged her because he wasn't ready for his breakthrough. Mm. One of the things she asked that man to do, she wanted him to stop smoking weed. Mm. He didn't want to give it up. And I, no, and, but, but, everybody, but everybody got their own thing, right. so I'm not here to judge, but... Don't yeah, put yeah. me in a song. Coward. This is this the coward piece. Mm -hmm. Don't put me in a song if you know you haven't done it yourself. See, what ha what's happening in that particular space is that wherever he's getting the fuel, he was fueled enough to write this in his song. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they can portray whatever they want to portray to who they want to portray right. to, and they're going to possibly believe it. Most people... If, if you're going to hear a one-sided story, I think you're a fool. Of course. If you can make a decision on a one-sided story, you're a fool, and the person who's giving you that information, mm -hmm. right, 
knows you're a fool. Mm. So just like, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight with you. I've told anybody that's ever heard any particular um, story of my situation. I've even told you. Maybe you should have a conversation with my kid. Because you even said it like, I want to have a conversation with her. And I'm like, I want you to too. Yeah. Because I want to hear it too. Like, what's your side of it? What's your truth of it? Because to me, this is the, f- the factual piece. Mm-hmm. So to say that I wasn't man enough for a breakthrough, to be honest with you, if I'm going to be 100% Ken, if he was somebody that I kind of like esteemed mm-hmm. or cared to care, to be like, man, did I actually, did I actually not, was I not man enough? Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If I know you, there's certain things you can and cannot say to me. Right. I'm just being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you was like, if that was like a Les Brown saying like, man, because I know my, tr- I know my truth. I know what I've been through. I know what I had to experience. I know my, I know my areas of opportunity as a husband when I was a husband. Mm-hmm. Areas of opportunity as a father, as a, so, so much I've learned in two years right but it's like my guy you got no room to be to you, be judging you got no, we're not judging you got no room to say it it's the pot calling it's the pot just, it's just crazy yeah. it's like bro did you just put that in the song but yeah. somebody in his circle or people around him is making him feel that it's okay to say that mm-hmm so next lyric. All right, I was gonna say. So moving along to the next mm-hmm. one, wanted you to submit, but he wasn't patient. Mm. Watch this. <laughs> this is right back to the playbook. So she probably went to him like yeah, he wanted me to submit, but he wasn't. Blah, blah, Did blah, you blah. feel like you? Um, do you feel like that was an issue in the marriage? Like where you felt like she wasn't quote submissive i think i think this i think that the 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 organization i belong to prior to Mm -hmm. i think that mindset was instilled into to us Mm -hmm. and like excuse me and like having the mindset like oh you got to submit like oh you got to submit to me that kind of was instilled but then when i got to my new organization my pastor was like listen you submit unto each other right like ain't no woman just submitting to no man you all submit unto each other Mm -hmm. so i think um, in the sense of what you you asking me now, like, do you think, do I think that like, I uh, wanted her to be submissive? I think that the word submissive is not the word that I wanted her to be. I think I wanted her to be more com- com- communicative. 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 I wanted her to be expressive. I wanted her to be more. There you go. Hey, t- tell me how you feel. Tell me what's going on. It's so funny. I mentioned old dude's cousin. So you didn't want her to submit. You just wanted her to communicate. I wanted her to communicate. I wanted you to like. So it'd she be was very quiet. From very what quiet. You very quiet. Wouldn't really, I'm going to be real with you. A lot of the stuff that that um, was her issue, I didn't know until he got into the picture. Mm. So in my mind, it's like, okay, now she You're feels like. You're having to learn through this third party. That it was crazy. There's a third party to your marriage in the well, first no, place. Well, no, no, I didn't, I didn't learn through him. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is, is that I didn't notice until he got into the picture. This is what I'm saying. I heard T.D. Jake say this years ago. Years ago, I heard this message. He said, people never leave something until they have something to cleave to. Mm. You won't leave unless you have something to cleave to. Mm. So in this particular um, perspective or this particular circumstance, she was like, I'm getting ready to leave you because now I have somebody who is of interest and I'm going to cleave to him. But in my in my exiting, I am going to communicate to you everything I feel like you did wrong as a 
right that i never told you that i never told you or gave you a chance so to then correct. now i'm like so now i'm gonna say i'm leaving but i'm gonna make you feel bad about me leaving because i'm gonna tell you you never listened to this you never listened to this you never did that you never wanted to do this uh you you you, you did i'm like whoa 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 this is all this is so funny i mentioned old dude's cousin mm-hmm. it was so funny he said he ended up calling her when she was going when we were going through this thing mm-hmm. and he's like what listen like what is it and she was just talking he was like man i never heard her talk that much <laughs> And he said, so he told me, he said, I told her like. And I knew her in uh, and you never college, heard her talk. by the way. She was, Shh. we worked at a retail store in the mall together. Right, so she was quiet. She was very quiet. Right, so so for me, it's like, now you're you're willing to, to voice because you feel like you if, it, if this don't work, you got this to go to. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, right back to the playbook, like <clears throat> you giving this dude. The playbook. Now back to your back to your question about submission. On the on the like submission piece, I never wanted to rule her. Mm-hmm. Right. I would I would want to challenge her. I would want to look. Hey, you know, maybe you should do. It was small and things. I'm not gonna go in, in and. And I don't mean to cut you off, but from being in a relationship with you, mm-hmm. um, I. A very briefly, my whole thing is a whole nother story. I've been with an overbearing, abusive partner. My daughter's father, I was in an extremely abusive, narcissistic, abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. So I know what abuse and what control looks like. Mm-hmm. And that is not you. And you can't fake narcissism and Mm abuse you can't fake like you're not a narcissist or like not an abuser like it just is what it is Mm -hmm. so from what my experience is i don't view you as controlling by any means if anything you're you're exactly what you're describing Mm -hmm. you are overly sometimes i think you communicate too Too much. much yeah sometimes i think you talk too much sometimes i think but I don't I don't see you as someone where I where I've ever felt like being with you wasn't a safe space or where I felt like you were trying to control me. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because yeah. she she was and, and, and I'm not going to take away. And, and this is um, and you know me to you just I don't know. I'm going to just say it. So I'm not going to take away from how she felt. She may have felt that like, might have been her. Experience. She, she may You're have right. felt like I was yeah. controlling her or she may have felt like. Um, it's hard for me to be like, okay, this is not now like, okay, this ain't your, that wasn't your feeling. But the thing for me is, is like when I, I made the point, I say she had me right when she needed me. I was all ears, but I think she took the all ears as an opportunity to further break me down opposed to saying, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And this is what, this is what I'm at. Because what was happening and it's so funny. One of the first conversations they had, and she ended up telling me this, that she had with this guy. She's like, I was talking to him, and he was just, like, empowering me, and he was just telling me how he felt and his genuine feelings, and he was being a gentleman. And I'm like, of of course. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the conversations I had with him and her, I said, you gaming her. Mm-hmm. And I told her, he gaming you. Mm-hmm. He's, ga- what, what, he's gaming you. Mm-hmm. He's telling you this, and he's going to eventually – you go, you know, it's just how it happens. He's gaming you. Right. So like, and I want to stay on, on topic, but the submission piece, it's like, 
all, all, all I wanted you to do was to open your mouth and have a conversation. Right. You know, and I don't want to be like, I don't want to be negative, but you, I don't want to sound negative and I'm not looking to be rude, but use your words. That's, I mean, yeah. it's the, it's the basis of, um, being able to have a relationship. People always say like communication is key. Mm-hmm. It sounds cliche, but it's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. Um, so communication is key. Um, there's trust and then there's communication. That's pretty much what a relationship is built off of and respect. Mm -hmm. So if someone isn't communicating to you what their grievances are, the expectation that you can magically read minds and then also fix their grievance that they're not communicating is completely unfair. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it, it took me a little while to realize that like in the process, like, Oh, this is like, this is like, this is abuse. Like you're abusing. Like it's like, like I'm communicating to you that like, like I love you and I want you know like, mm-hmm. and you you are abusing this. Like you're right. like it, it was it became like vivid to me. Like oh she's a and it was crazy because it was like and I'm a believer so it was like God was showing me like you're being abused. Yeah. You're like it was like I'm like but look but like no it it will be times this was crazy. It will be times when we were in the house. Mm-hmm. I think I told you this, but she will random. She, she when we were partying, she had these earphones on all the time. She was listening to music, and she will randomly take them puppies off and be like, "I hope you don't think we stand together. I don't care what you do. How much time you think we're we're done? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So back to the song. It's like, dude, you know. So it's like it's like you telling me one thing, and you obviously was telling her something different. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like the label, and I got, and it's more to that. It's more, way more to that story too. So, right. so what's, what's more? okay. So the next lyric, we'll kind of just piece it together. He said he loved you, but pride wouldn't let him chase you. But I don't see how he ever thought he could replace you. Okay. Now I think I'd be, I would be. Um, now can I speak my thoughts on this part? Yeah, go ahead. No. Go ahead. What we've talked about before. If you want, or go ahead, go ahead. So, the, like I said, this this is there's so many more details to, to the situation than what we were able to discuss on this one episode that we're trying to condense, <laughs> be as short as possible to get the details out. But, anyways, um, so I do I I, I kind of did understand Jasmine's perspective in this portion in where. I felt like Robert was very um, quick to be like, you know, especially after being together for a decade, I right. thought you moved on pretty quickly mm-hmm. and and didn't chase her. And I feel like, so let me also, I don't know if you're okay with me saying this. We can always cut this out. But Robert um, c- committed adultery like right. four years prior to this situation it was five years pri- I, actually, five years I actually prior. wanted to say that but you're good yeah it's good. actually it's so funny in this particular topic the next one is gonna come i was gonna talk about the adultery piece but go ahead yeah so um so you know um Robert did commit adultery and and that's not saying that um an eye for an eye mm-hmm. is the right thing to do definitely not um what she what happened was still wrong and I think that when you when you tell someone that you've forgiven them and that everything, you know, is good, 
Um, and if that's not the case, then you should walk away. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're going to, it's going to turn into like a vindictive situation. Um, so, um, if she was still hurt, then she should have walked away. I'm not taking away from the fact that her wrong and doing what she did, it was still completely wrong that she stepped mm-hmm. out. Um, but I do understand, like, from all of the details that you all have not received that I have, because mm-hmm. this is not my first time hearing this story, um, I think that she probably felt like you didn't mm-hmm. chase her mm-hmm. enough. Um, so this is like the one lyric where I feel like it is probably an accurate representation of how she did feel where she's like, man, you stepped out on me. I took you back and made things right. And now I found myself in this precarious situation and I feel like a part of her like wanted you to like Mm -hmm. chase her out of it. Yeah. And at the same time you're human and there's only so much bullshit that you can take and gaslighting and abusive behaviors before you're like i don't deserve this and i need to walk away yeah and i think that you're probably stronger than most people were in that situation most people like situation that i was surprised to find myself in like how did i get here and it's because people do you know try to stick it out Probably when they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like I said, it's my only devil's advocate piece in this entire, <laughs> um, right. in this entire song is that I, I feel like maybe this part was the only, like, like I said, um, accurate representation of n- a true feeling that was probably had yeah. from her that, that, that was accurate. Like the rest of it is kind of like I feel like fluff and bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. For and sure. I feel like this is the only piece that's like okay, like let's get to the like if let's we're get to what's if going we're on. really real about the entire situation, sure. everything else is bullshit. But this is the one line that I feel like as a woman, she probably did want you to chase her a little bit more right. than you did. So, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say this. So I actually, I actually to this. Um, uh, can you read the lyric one more time? Sure. He said he loved you, but pride wouldn't let him chase you. But I don't see how he ever thought he could replace you. Mm. So, um, uh, man, I'm trying to think of a good example. I've been like playing with it in my mind as you read it the first time. I hope I was hoping the second time I was going to get a good idea, but I'm just going to explain it. So um, uh, I get it. Actually, when her and I actually got a divorce, I actually talked to, you know, a mutual friend, uh, Antoinette. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Bear, like, she probably hurt because you didn't, like, chase her. Like, mm-hmm. she probably really wanted you to chase her. Like, all that stuff y'all had been through, like, mm-hmm. when y'all were dating, like, you messed with women, and then y'all got uh, y'all got married, and then you ended up committing adultery. And when I committed adultery, I actually ended up telling her about it. Yeah. Right? And so um, I told her about it. And, you know, five years go past, a couple babies left her house, and then, then this happens. So the chasing piece for me, I um, I feel that I did. Like I told you earlier, I fasted, and I was trying to get her to see it. But given the circumstance and the situation, when I saw what she was trying to do, I knew she was intentionally trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Her intention was to hurt me, 
when she started messing with this dude or was playing with this dude, this was the same guy I told her. I had warned her about mm-hmm. when we were at this organization. Like, this dude, this dude got something for you. Right. This dude is feeling you. Like, be careful around this dude. You know, I know he comes off a nice guy, but he's feeling you. Now, from a, from a, I, I do think he's an opportunist. I'm going to say that. But, and the reason I'm focusing on him right now is right back again to the lyric he wrote. You can't write that lyric, right, mm-hmm. when you were being manipulative to me. It's almost like, this is the example I have. It's almost like, I got kids. You know, I got three kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can only kind of like give examples from like Disney movies. So, <laughs> so I totally feel you. you feel so I'm over here like, man, what example can I use? Do you remember when um, you Lion King? Mm-hmm. Mufasa sets Scar up to get. I mean, Scar sets Mufasa up to get killed. Right. He knew Simba was going to be next in line to rule the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Simba was hurt when his father died. So he says to his uncle, what should I do? And he says, run, Simba. Run away and never return. And never return. Simba runs. Don't go back or we'll kill you. And the hyenas, <laughs> he says, kill him. When he sends them to kill him, the hyenas, hyenas come back and says, um, we got him. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Scar comes back and gives this speech to the Pride Lands. Mm-hmm. And he says, Mufasa's dead. Poor Simba's dead. I'm going to be your ruler. Mm-hmm. He deceives Simba, and then he deceives the Pride Lands. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I feel. I kind of felt like a Simba in the situation. Mm-hmm. Something traumatic had happened. I'm broken. I'm dark. And then you got this scar that goes to retrieve a Pride Land. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm talking to this guy. He's like, yeah, I'm not talking to her. Like, I don't want anything to do with her. Uh, that's your wife. Like, I told her to stop calling me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. And then he goes back to her and says something different. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So you telling me to chase something or or you you saying that I wasn't, like, in love enough to chase her when you were manipulating the situation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like you, you, it's like you, 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 it's me, man. You ain't got, you're like, come on, little buddy. Like, you can't put this in no song, bro. Like, you, yeah. you manipulated the situation. So mm-hmm. you can get what you wanted, and then you write a song, and you put, you, you didn't chase, like you didn't chase this woman that I that you was manipulated that, that you manipulated. Now I'm gonna say this though, she opened the door for it. Absolutely, she opened the door for it. So yeah, let's let's not. But he he's the one who hits his song. So right, <laughs> but. But yeah, she opened the door. But she's in the video. She's definitely she's in the video. Definitely. So she, so so she wrote. So she, so he he wrote the song, mm-hmm. and but you can't tell me, oh you he didn't chase you yet. And and to be real with you though, he's absolutely right. My pride said, man, you look like a fool. Mm-hmm. You chasing this woman, and her intent is to hurt you to be with this man. Mm-hmm. And then this man manipulating the situation. I would have been a fool. Somebody actually posted this uh, the other day, one of my dudes. He said, never return to what broke you. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to return to this woman? Now, I'm going to be straight with you. If he had been this average Joe, dude in the street, some dude she met, and they messed around, and she had sex with him, and they had like a little affair, I probably would have been more, uh, uh, what do you call it, inept mm-hmm. to fight for the marriage. Right. But you... 
you you sleep with a dude that I told you, I warned you about. This dude is gonna be he's on some trash. Mm-hmm. Then you play with it. It's like it's like playing with my emotions. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, and not to be silly, but it's like, no, it's like I'm not. I'm not. And I'm actually thankful that I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would never been able to trust her. I would never have been trust anybody she was friends with. Never been to do anything with her. But no, I wasn't gonna chase you. As st- more and more stuff started coming out, was not gonna chase you. You're absolutely correct. It crossed my, a certain my, boundary. It crossed a boundary. My pride. Probably. Who I am as a man, I would have been a fool to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I could never trust you. So then his next line was that he he says he should have placed you, meaning, I guess, you should have placed her above all things, mm-hmm. built her palace, and mm-hmm. called her queen, <laughs> mm-hmm. gave you love and kissed your cheeks. Cooked mm-hmm. you breakfast and rubbed your feet. Mm-hmm. Wrote you love songs. Um, something, something slowly. I can't understand what the guy is saying there. Mm-hmm. Gave you flowers and diamond rings. Gave you crown girl and been your king. Cause you bring, cause you bring perks to the finer things. Mm. So in this portion, he's basically saying that you kind of you should have treated her a lot better than you did. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently these are the things that he is doing. You know, what's funny. I, um, I, I've never, I would never forget this meme. Somebody actually posted this meme. When I first started going through this whole little divorce thing. Mm-hmm. And um, um, what it said was, is that women will f- say they want a hardworking man mm-hmm. to provide. But then be upset to say that he's never around to spend time with me. So then they get a man that's unemployed and say, this man has time for me. Mm. It was so funny around the time her and I started going through this transition. He actually he actually lost his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hear me. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm not saying it's stoche. I'm just I'm just being straight with you. Right. So he had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Me. I'm going to be straight. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I worked hard, right? She was a stay-at-home mom, so she definitely had something to do with it. <clears throat> but she ha- she had what she needed in the in the material sense. So she probably felt like she didn't have, like, the TLC, mm-hmm. but that right that goes right back to the communication. Right. Right. Most of the stuff you and I learn from our, com- our, our relationship is stuff you tell me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel this way. I'm all, all right, cool. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, make me open me up. Like, okay, I feel this way. And then, okay, cool. So it's like we're having communication about what's good and, and, and what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy, what I w- would like, what you would like, what you enjoy. What you enjoy. Like, we, ha- we have yeah. a conversation. Right. And we adjust. I'm really not going to even too much far address that, but I would tell you this. Um, again, he I was one of the best men in his wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, he would call me mm-hmm. about special things to do for his wife. And ask you advice about things to Absolutely. do. So that's all. I'm, uh, that's really kind of like all I'm saying is that he would call me. Hey, man, look, I'm, do, I'm thinking about doing this. Like, what you think? What, what should I do? Can what you, you give him a, can you give an example of things you would suggest that he do? Yeah, Was absolutely. it things in the song that uh, you would so suggest one, that So he one, I'm not going to ever. So one, I'm not going to ever. Um, I'm not going to. I was never going to write a song. I'm not a. I'm not an artist. Another funny thing is, is that every woman he's been with, he's been married to, he wrote a song for. Mm. 
So, <laughs> so he's wrote a song for his first wife, his ex-wife, and then now my kid's mom. Okay. My ex-wife. So it's like he's running. So he's running a song. ML. He kind of he writes songs for the women he's with, which is which is um uh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So like he can write a song. But it's can, nothing new. He can write. Yeah, he writes songs. So, but I will tell you this: there will be times that he will call me and ask me, "Hey, what should I do? Like, what should I do?" I'm. I will give him really good ideas. Like, um, what's one of the ideas I gave him? Um, um, I don't know. I will tell you some silly stuff. Like, I. I've told him what you should do is you should go get you some like candles. I'm gonna give you a real basic thing. Go get some candles, right? Mm-hmm. With your candles, form a heart in the middle of your floor, right? Right on your bed, like right, like so you got the bed, and then you got like the um, uh, at the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. Form a heart, right? Or, or form your initial, her initial. Put an and in the middle. Light them up. Mm-hmm. half from the doorstep, right, uh, where the garage is, rose petals coming into the entire house, mm-hmm. right? Segway it. So in this room, you're going to have whatever you want to have, whether it's a nice kind of like dinner, whether it's a, a station for you to give her a massage. Uh, and here you got a bubble bath, mm-hmm. right, with the with the flowers inside of the uh, the tub. Those same kind of candles you got in the front of the bed, mm-hmm. you got them floating in the, in the tub. Right, you playing smooth music, right? Look, look, you You're do, you, deep look, look, you do, you do silly stuff like this. So you would um um uh set up a nice candle like dinner, mm-hmm. right, and have some real romance music playing, mm-hmm. right, and then you got your silver shield over the plate, silver shield over the plate. You got your your silverware set up really, 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 really nice. Blindfold you, tell you clo- close your eyes. Go in the refrigerator. I'm gonna pour both of us a guys glass of milk underneath these t- uh these these nice ambiance of place. I'm gonna have some cookies, baked cookies, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have milk and cookies. <laughs> you understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you do stuff. You do stuff like, and I ain't gonna tell you everything because we gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> so, I but so like, so, nice. so but so like, so like stuff like like that. Yeah. He will call me, bleed. Hey. I got this going on. What you think? You should do this. Mm. Oh, that's dope. I would have never thought about that. So you gave him ideas. I gave him ideas too. And he's giving you ideas. He's he's for what you supposedly. So should. I should have done. I should I should have <sighs> I should have gave her a castle. And called her queen. Called her queen. Diamond rings. Diamond rings. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think gave I her think flowers. I, and I, I you know the funny thing. Breakfast. You know what the funny thing is there. Your feet. The funny thing is there. I make a killer omelet. <laughs> You've had my breakfast. Yeah. I make good. breakfast. I can cook. I cook for you. I think I've learned to cook more in after like post divorce. Mm-hmm. I make a killer omelet. Mm-hmm. Flowers. Well, I that doesn't you help your uh, Watch case. this. I don't have my case. <laughs> Watch this, though. So so all this stuff, it's kind of like. I get it. It's elementary to me. It's like, bro, like yeah. you, you, the stuff you're saying, I've done. So whoever want to say I haven't done it, if she wants to say I never did, she could say that. Like, Yeah. Uh, but the all of that is yeah. like, it's kind of like a smack in the face. Like, you should have done this, done that. Like, brother, you would call me. To ask me. To ask me advice. to do stuff for your wife. Yeah. And the funny thing is. His wife can get on this podcast and say that. Like, oh. yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Mm. So, but it's like a smack in the face. Yeah. Don't do not do me like that. So what else you got? So I was just, so we're going to kind of wrap this up now. So the last part of the song, um, the next verse, in my 
humble personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to try to be kind of like trying to school whether or not he admits that this is you he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's trying to school the person on like how they should have loved her. Mm. Um, couple of lines that I had pointed out was um, he he said, you know, real love don't always feel like love. Yeah. Um, he's uh, given her presents just because of her presence. You know, meaning he's just buying her gifts, not for necessarily a special occasion, but just because. I'm going to tell you something real quick. I'm going to stop you right there. So he got that from me as well. And you know what's so funny? If my kid's mother would ever want to admit it, she would get get treats just because it's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. This is this. This stuff that you this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be real with you. I can tell you it was a smack in the face, but. Um, he tells her that, uh, let, let him speak her love language, por favor, something, but, uh, let my tongue be your sensation. So speaking her love language, being intimate, um, he says something about, um, we follow clicks, even if we don't click with them, never going to pressure you. He never going to pressure her. He just wants the pleasure of making her better. Um, so just a lot of these things where he's basically saying, like, here's the first verse is like, here's what your ex did wrong. And then mm-hmm. the second verse was like, here's what I'm doing right okay. is for me with the song. And I'm going to be real with you, man. About. Like, as long as long as she would be happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think we kind of talked about this at the beginning of our um of our episode today is that it's all going to roll around for the kids. Right. Right. So like, if you going to be really happy, if you really making her happy, I'm going to tell you something this. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something for men, for men out there, co-parenting men and your, and your, and your, um, your children's mother has a significant other. If, Everything was going right. You wouldn't experience a damn thing. What I mean by that, you ain't got to worry about no drama. Right. You just ain't got to worry about no drama. It, prayerfully, that man is making her happy, and you just you. She ain't worried about you. She's worried about him. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as long as she's happy, mm-hmm. everybody going to be happy. Yeah. Right? But if she ain't happy. I guess my my... My only grievance with this situation is, um, so you know, like the whole Omarion April situation. Yeah, Omarion was very. I feel like is how you're kind of handling this whole thing. It's is just like he's he's kind of he's completely moved on from it. But um, like how April and Fizz were constantly like instigating and just in the media and just like. Just portraying the situation because I feel like they were so wrapped up in their guilt and how they handled the situation and how like nasty and backstabbish it was Mm -hmm. that they were trying to portray this narrative. And something that Omarion said was, I don't care what y'all are doing. If you guys are happy together, y'all are happy together. But I just need you to change the narrative. please. And I think that that's where we're at with this situation is... And I don't want this to read like 
you are still necessarily like upset or bitter about it or anything of that nature. I mm-hmm. think I think what the problem is at this point is there's been um a lot of shade thrown. It's a lot, man. And I'm I'm gonna be straight with you. Like I I uh, I got some awesome men in my life, right? I have you. You know, you've been awesome in my life, and I think that it's um for the men that I've spoken to, mm-hmm. they've kept me from doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, bro, it ain't worth, hey, look, that ain't, just look, you know the truth, hey, we know, hey, people know, and it's just like, at this time in the game, like, y'all gonna actually know everything. You know, there was a, there was a, there was a, a thing that happened in, actually, this past November. Mm-hmm. And it was like, after that, I was like, look, I'm good. I'm good. You good. Y'all stop this. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, right back to what you said with Amarion, like, the narrative, don't make it seem like I'm this terrible dude, man. Right, stop writing songs stop. about me. Stop. Don't, don't, don't do that, man. Don't me. make no posts. Stop don't reference people. me. Don't, don't do that. Because I'm going to be real with you, I'm gonna, I'm, and I'm going to say this so everyone can hear it. There are things that I've withheld simply because I know it can be very, very detrimental. Right. And I've chosen to not do that again because because it's my children's mother. Mm-hmm. It's my children's mother. So whether whatever you know her and and the guy has going on, mm-hmm. y'all can y'all can be together. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation at one point in time with both of them. Right. Y'all can be together. Don't make me the reason why y'all doing what y'all doing. Right. You feel me? Like don't make it like. Don't oh, make me the bad guy here. Don't do that. You, you like, made your, don't do you that. made your decision. So live. Like, go so ahead. So live in your truth. Just go ahead. And but, don't try to look for a scapegoat. But please. And I think, I think what, what happened. Doing. I do think this too, though. I think what happened is that I've been so um, not vocal that it's become okay to the point to where a little buddy can, can reference me in a song. You understand what I'm saying? I think it's like to, to him now. You got to seem like you, mm-hmm. and if people really knew, you know, and there's some things I'm not going to really put, but if people really knew this dy- dynamic and what is the, tr- you know, like, you understand what I'm saying? The it's, gut-wrenching real. It's like, it. brother, don't ever in your life think you going to have, he's thinking he has, when he wrote it, probably was encouraged to have the balls. going to put me in a song to reference me in a song mm-hmm. man don't do that man don't do that man like you you pursuing your career pursue your career mm-hmm. that's it don't put me in no songs don't mention my name don't reference me live your life because if the public if i was like that dude even on this podcast and you know baby like there's some things i could be like here y'all but i'm like i ain't gonna do that mm-hmm. i want you to live your life live your best life but dude, dude, even this, me talking out, dude, stop right. the nonsense, man. Um, and that's it, man. I'm I'm not in a, and I'm gonna tell y'all this too. If y'all haven't noticed, I'm not a um I am not an individual that's going to social media beef. Right. Right. If you have my number, call me. If you know where I live, pull up on me. If you if you if you know a place we can go meet. Call me and we can do that. Have a conversation. 
but I'm not about to be beefing with nobody on no social media. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. I'm a grown yeah. man. I'm 33 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if you want to have an adult conversation, mm-hmm. but I ain't going to do no drama. I ain't going to do no, we ain't doing that. Right. We ain't doing that. I got kids. And, and it's so funny because the kids is kind of like what's then kept me. But I'm going to tell y'all, this song, y'all, was like, Bear, you got to say something now. Like, you were right. almost, it was almost. And really, too, um, my kids saw the video. Yeah, the, they, my kids saw the they video. showed the video to the kids. The, my kids showed the video, and I'm like, look, mm-hmm. man, what we doing now? This is, come on. Come on now. It's and, a very and it's like, look, we ain't gonna we not gonna do this. So I have been more than willing to say, look, we we need to have a conversation. And if y'all y'all going to hear way more and you're gonna see my patience, uh my understanding, the grace I've shown. Um and like I said, I haven't been perfect in the entire situation. Mm-hmm. The grace I've received. But you ain't never, ever gonna put me in no song. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't gonna say this, but it's just sitting on me. I can never view you as my equal. Fuck, I wanna hear your CD default. Drop the mic. <laughs> shout out to my nigga, uh, my my man Nip- Nipsey Hussle. I was gonna say so, shout out to Nipsey. So don't ever, don't ever. Do that again. Make that your last time. And that's it. And that's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have a nice night. Love y'all. Thank y'all for joining Blendish. We enjoyed you guys so much. I'm so thankful for you all um, listening to this. Thank you, Rivera, for being so vulnerable and open and sharing your testimony with us. And there may be some of you out there, you know, my situation is super messy. Oh yeah, you next. There is no judgment oh, here. So, like when he when we first met, and he's like, "I don't know if you're gonna want to deal with this." Cause I'm gonna tell you. I'm now. like, when he told me everything, I'm like, "You have a new idea like, what I, I'm about to respond with when you hear my all story." All right, <laughs> like, all right. So yeah, we so uh, good stuff. So yeah, so thank you again for sharing. The transparency has been awesome, mm-hmm. and um, it lets our listeners into a little bit more um, about what we're working with. That's it. So thank you guys again. We love you, and we'll see you on the next episode of Blendish. Later.